Good evening, Dead and Lovely listeners, and welcome to this week's installment of Dead and Lovely, your favorite horror movie podcast in all the known multiverse. Here with the host with the most, it's me, Uncle Ben. It's me, Hollywood Steve. And who is that handsome cat whose house we're in right now? We just snuck into somebody's house to record. Whose yeah. house is this? You're in the den of Andy. Oh, is that the Andy Woods? It's Andy. It's Andy. Woo! It's Andy Wood. <laughs> uh, singular. I'm a tree, not a forest. Well, hello, Andy Wood. Uh, dead and lovely listeners might know Andy Wood if you keep up with my social media exploits. We work together in a multitude of fashions. He signs my paychecks more often than not. Oh, uh-huh. both dollars. Both dollars. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they don't bounce. Yeah. It's sometimes. Impressive. That's a pretty good deal. I play in his act. We play together in Skank Banger and Kennedy Wood Band. We make videos together. We hold hands. On are the we so- content on the creators? Do you create the content? Yeah, we're content creators. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd say you guys are creating content. I think slinging tent. Sling yeah, slinging tent. Slinging inches of tent. <laughs> Hot inches of tent. Andy, you're the first ever uh, guest host. You're kidding. On Dead yep. Lily, yeah. We've never had one. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I thought that like you had been having them, and nope. I was just like, you were like, hey, you Surprise. want to do this? Yeah. We, we could awesome. be having them. So, I mean, we have people who would love to be on the show. But I'd we love were, to be on it, especially yeah. tonight with, yeah. the, with the, what, we're what we're talking about. We tonight. record so late, usually people just, you know. Yeah, but that's why you hang around musicians and stuff, because they ain't got no bedtime. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's how it goes. The best type of people. So you're popping the fuck out of our cherries right now. Man, I'm way to go. I'm, now I have a newfound uh, uh, honor sitting amongst <laughs> yeah. you at your uh, at your table, there's at your a, goth table. There's a twist though, because what you don't know is this is the world's only live snuff film podcast. Yeah, you're Bring about it. to be a star. Yeah, oh, I love it. It's real weird that people. <laughs> Like our snuff film podcast, even though they don't get to see the film part. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, it's theater of the mind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Painting pictures with words. <laughs> so, Andy, on our first episode, we kind of gave a brief history to our dead and lovely listeners about our personal history with horror films. Like myself, I was always super ultra fascinated with horror movies, but completely not allowed to watch them because I grew up super conservative and fucking homeschool and stuff. And I grew up watching them all the time. My yeah. aunt and my, my grandmother were both into them. and Aunt Granny was into them. Aunt Granny. Aunt Granny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? What is your history? I know you're not really like a big horror movie, like straight up horror movie kind of guy, right? That is correct. Um, most of my history with horror movies is, you know, your middle school kind of yeah. age. My, now, one of my good best friends in the world is a guy named Lucas. And uh, shout out to Lucas. He Lucas. loves horror movies. And I think all of my horror movie experiences, uh, he was like, oh, man, the new... Halloween when the first Halloween remake. Oh yeah, the oh, yeah. zombie one. Yeah, uh-huh. he was like, we gotta go see it. And when uh, I forget which, because I'm not a connoisseur, yeah, yeah. a carnoisseur, carnoisseur uh-huh. of of it. I, I forget which Rob Zombie movie came out first, but whichever one was his first big shocker. Uh, Lucas was like, "Dude, you gotta see this." Yeah, can't remember which which version of House of maybe Thousand House Corpses. of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, yeah. Was is that the it. one where uh, he, got, he chops off a guy's hand and he's picking his own nose with his own hand? Doctor Satan, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Satan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So outside of that, I don't know anything about that. I love Halloween, and I do go to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights every yeah. year. Awesome. So I actually know a lot about horror movie plot lines that I've never seen <laughs> right, because yeah, I've yeah. went through their respective yeah. haunted houses. That's cool. That said, um, any of the industry standards, like the Stephen King films mm-hmm. and stuff, I, I probably saw. Probably The Exorcist, ago. Yeah. maybe. I've definitely seen The Exorcist. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. 
but uh, and I saw a lot of the cheekier ones that were like uh, Jason and Freddy and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the fun ones. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun. which are great too. Yeah, yeah, when things get into the real gore fest stuff, uh-huh. I kind of shut off. Like, like things a like torture porn kind of scenario. What's the uh, island one with the cannibals? Green and uh, Green and Green Inferno. Inferno. Yeah, like yeah, stuff like that. I have yeah. no no. Need to see. Seal Roth makes pretty bad movies. Yeah, he does. So. I don't think I would like anything he's done. <laughs> yeah, when things are like in that level of shot, like I didn't see yeah. Hostile things no, like that. No, things that are just like just to gore. Me, that's just gross. Yeah, yeah it's like that's not that. that's not scary. I guess it's scary to think of that happening to you, but to me, that's not the same as a good actual yeah. scary suspenseful movie. You know? Yeah. It, it, it's weird, like the gore in a Braveheart or Game of Thrones doesn't yeah. really bother me, but it's like, and I don't want to say bother me, but like when it's just. Like you said, I don't know which one of you said it recently. Uh, torture porn. Yeah, yeah. Torture porn. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Man, that's this is gross out stuff. It really is. Yeah. To me, that's the easiest way to make people scared. It's like lowest common denominator. It's yeah. like having screams and heavy metal. Easiest way to make something or just sound have heavy. quiet and have a loud noise happen. Yeah, exactly. That's so many horror yeah. movies. It's yeah, just it's like, the eight oh eight bass drop. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Music. It's exactly <laughs> like that, man. Well, that's cool. It's always also cool just to have a non just fucking horror nerd perspective on the show yeah maybe you can talk some sense to us what did you just crack open over there andy wood okay so um here in lovely knoxville tennessee we have the black horse brewery yeah that's true they make a great ipa they do i like their ipa they have several delicious treats um this one is the vanilla cream ale which i've never had in the can i've only ever had it on draft when i've Uh. been over there when i've ventured to their grounds yeah yeah Um, i've had it from a can and it's good I'm about to test that theory. It'll cure what ails you. <laughs> I, I, I actually really love the aesthetic of their can. Simple. It's got the uh, almost 60s soda shop kind of vibe. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? I, it I does. do like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm a, I, I'm a big fan of aesthetics uh, before I even delve into the product. Me too. Well, that's that's why you hang around me. Is selling so exactly. Pretty. Yeah, I'm so pretty. You are gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, anything <laughs> that attracts my eye, I'm going to try it and hope it's good, but... Now, Steve-O That's and I over here, we're gonna we're gonna split up a Dogfish Head Liquid Truth Serum IPA. I've never had this, have you? No, I've no, had but many it, a Dogfish Head. It's a seven point seven percent ABV, and it's got a bunch of hops jumping into a little swimming pool together. Oh, Look at them; they got a good cute time. little faces. Now we're gonna drink their bodies. <laughs> Curse you! In true horror fashion. <laughs> so, in terms of like horror movies that you've seen, if I was just to, to spring on you, what's a favorite? What comes to mind? The movie we're about to do, and technically, yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. if it's—is it a horror movie? I don't know. I, right. it's, we'll it's, get into that. Yeah, we'll yeah. get we'll get to that. Um, in general, the movies that I've enjoyed that delved upon horror, yeah, uh, were More things. Traditional horror movies, yeah. yeah, things that dealt with um, less of the Satan aspect of like Exorcist, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But more of the end of days, Book of Revelation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Real that stuff is always. Yeah, anytime there's a. Uh, uh, you know, ancient prophecies from thousands of years ago, and you make a film about it. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. that stuff, like, really can strike a nerve. Have you yeah. seen The Omen? I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I've not. Dude, you check The Omen. I think you'd like man. it. So anything that, that, that revolves around that, that Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, uh, like, was... Um, what, what we talked about earlier before we started recording was, uh, do you consider Devil's Advocate a horror movie? Yeah, I right. don't know if it is or not, but it's the, scary the premise a lot of, of it, yeah, seen. exactly. Yeah. The premise of it is a little more, um, I don't know, spiritually yeah, yeah. horrific. Yeah, yeah. I like okay. I like that as far as um, you know the things I do. Now, I will say I, a classic, Michael Myers. I love just the OG. Halloween, man. 
Um, and I and I don't know. I know it's not. Let me go ahead and say I know it's not a horror movie. Uh, anything involving uh, Lestat as a vampire okay. is, oh, okay. is my jam. Do you even go into like a Queen of the Damned? Are you on board with that? I, I don't even know what that is. That's, oh, uh, that had uh, Aaliyah in it. And oh, I do remember mm-hmm. that. That was played for a new metal band. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, that that's one. And one of the more recent movies that I enjoyed, I, I would say all-time horror, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I uh, adore Bram Stoker's. Yeah, like, yeah we did that one. Favorite Other than the movie year. we're doing tonight, it's like that might be all-time horror. Yeah, dude. What a soundtrack on that thing, too, I, right? I, so but, great. But with that said, I'm not a horror fan. I, yeah. Yeah. Jason apparently got a spaceship at some point. I don't know. <laughs> Hell yeah, he Things did. just got out of control. <laughs> and then things got into... A uh, almost M Night Shyamalan era mm-hmm. with like all of the rings and the copycats of that, yeah, and then it was sure. the very um, high school as movies for the good kids in high school where things uh, were like uh, uh, the Alyssa Milano like all uh-huh. those time. The, the bad kids were watching like the craft and the craft, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was that era, but uh, as far as any kind of deep. Seated knowledge and favoritisms. Yeah. You're dealing with some guy who's not in the genre, baby. Hey, it's yeah. good having a hillbilly around that yeah. don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> don't know, baby. Is you or is you ain't my constituent? Is you or is you ain't my constituent? <laughs> I thought you was bona fide, Andy. I thought you was bona fide. How's that vanilla cream rig? Is that all right? It's really good. Yeah. He's a suitor. Yeah. This is this is fucking great. Vanilla this is. Serum. I'm really, really surprised because like uh, I expected it to be a bit more bitter, maybe, but the hops aren't bitter at all. Really, yeah, it's, it's really nice good. and sweet. Now, Andy, we've been talking about stuff that you've seen. Let's be let's be talking about some stuff that we've all been seeing lately. Yeah. You watch anything good here lately, Steve? I watched every Predator movie. <laughs> so you watched a lot of good stuff and oh, yeah. some not good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and some not good stuff. <laughs> I would say in general, because uh, I've done this for a ton of the movies that we've done, where yeah. I watch like all the sequels or all the movies that are similar or around it. Yeah. Th- this was the most painless. I would say so. so as, yeah. as a whole, the character kind of helps you mm-hmm. carry through the bad yeah. moments oh, of, yeah. of his his like career. Like Requiem. <laughs> yeah. Requiem. Yeah, that's bad. the worst. That's the darkest <laughs> So moment. let's say that it was easier than watching all of the um, Final Destination movies. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Final Destination Steven 3 Damnier is the only one that was worth show. it. <laughs> that's funny. Th- those actually seemed... a really psychologically horrific to me when I first saw it. Oh, it's mm. a cool premise. It is a cool premise. Yeah, when I first saw that, I, I like didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, yeah. the shower will kill me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the sequels are all better than the first one, basically. The first one, to me, just didn't... Was the first one the roller coaster? No, that's no. the third one. That's the one I think is that's the best. That's what you said is actually good. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Actually a good movie. The first one was the airplane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Starts off uh, gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And that was a cool scene, the airplane yeah, blowing the airplane up. cool. But, yeah. Pass anyway, uh, yeah, so I watched... Things uh, you can't say in third world countries. <laughs> 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 yeah, I might be on a list now. Too real. I might be on a list. Um, I, I'll go ahead and give you my rankings of Predator movies. Hit me. I want to Predator. Hear okay, number one. OG, yeah. Number two. That's a tough one, but I'm going to say Predators. You like that better than Predator Deuce? But it's close. Okay. That's why I say it's a tough one. Predator 2's obviously. Does, does Predators third. have anyone doing Pilates in it, though? Like Danny Glover did Pilates. <laughs> he did do Pilates. Uh, he doesn't. It okay. has some uh-huh. major flaws, especially uh, with the Predators himself. Yeah. But it's a fun movie, so I like that part. And it has some really good, uh, like... There is a Dutch reference. It's true. They have a There's few. A actually, reference. all of them reference something from the first one. Uh, most of them reference the... Does Requiem? Yeah. 
Most real. of them reference the uh, "you're one ugly motherfucker." Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, I was thinking plot line. Not, oh no, no, yeah. No. I was thinking plot line about I mean, specifically just, about Dutch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, they they just uh, they reference these same lines. They never seem to get over "you're one ugly motherfucker" and uh, "what the hell are you?" Those are in <laughs> well, every one of them, I think. Want some candy? Um, <laughs> but Requiem's the worst. Okay. Alien versus Predator, though, is surprisingly good. It, 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 some of the acting and a lot of the lines are. You could have just cut them. Like, you didn't need all the explanation between each of the people about their particular circumstances. Yeah, yeah. When you could be talking about goddamn predators in Aztec temples. Uh huh. That's cool. Uh, the lore, that. the lore aspect yeah. of AVP is really great. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is cool. I want to. I definitely want to talk about that more as we get into the movie review portion for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is your number three number two? Yeah, okay. number two. And number two is good. It's it's not. I mean, you can't you can't match the first one. It's been a long time since I watched it. But it's been a long it's, time. It's pretty good. It's right been on. three days since I've watched it. Yeah, <laughs> long time. Awesome. And it was completely by accident. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, well, this is on. I'm, I'm watching, watching this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's after that? Um. Well, oh, then Requiem. Requiem. Requiem's uh, the end. At the bottom. Yeah. At no the very bottom. How yeah. do you review that list, Wood? I will back it, except Predators and uh, the the middle part of that list. I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll shuffle around. I yeah. mean, obviously, and Dylan and and Dutch. Yeah, you, yeah. You, first you're not place. going to best. You're Mac. not going to beat yeah, it. Yeah, come on. Th- those guys are tops. Um, second place is going to go Predator Two. Yeah. Um, the reason is uh, I like how seasoned and controlled and mentally patient the first predator is yeah 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 and i love how reckless and yeah bloodlusty the second predator totally. is yeah. if yeah. you've got a weapon i'm gonna kill fair you. game mm-hmm. so excited i to love kill, that yeah. um i love avp so that's third mm-hmm. from a lore aspect okay yeah i actually really loved uh actually no it's not third but i, I wanted to say that I love okay it from a lore yeah. aspect. third is predators okay um the thing that my major problem with that is the uh, making the predator bigger and badder? Yeah, the the dogs and wolves line I I, I can't get past because <laughs> I think that's a missed opportunity where that could have been clan versus clan totally instead right. of being like you know how we make the movie better make him bigger yeah more no. muscles make it more make better sense. yeah make exactly. more better that's not how it works you're I saying think instead if it was like two different clans of predators like or three a few, yeah over a feud over turf like hunting turf well if you great. think about the plot they dropped them off on a neutral planet yeah mm-hmm. it it was a contest of hunters yeah and that's a missed opportunity when you had this kind of predator versus this other kind of more alpha predator that i just felt like that was just a giant dropped ball yeah um and that that's where it and AVP end up just kind of on the same kind of fan yeah. level. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I enjoyed the flashback storytelling lore moment of AVP as much so as good. anything in it's the entire so series, out, right? And I just try not to ever pretend that Requiem happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's real. It's real overly violent and doesn't stick to any predator lore. Really. I, I, the over yeah. violence is a problem because I felt like the other movies were violent without having. It was violence out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't violence out of gore porn like mm, we mentioned. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I also feel like we lost some of the things that make Predator magic with. Um, him killing basically whoever. Yeah, he kills everybody. Yeah, d- d- doesn't matter if you have a weapon or, or whatever. He now, like and a that goes against that goes against the complete aspect of uh, in Predator Two on the subway. Everybody's armed. That whole scene goes down. He kills the armed people, mm-hmm. and then he goes to kill 
the the female cop yeah picks her up sees the secondary life because she's yeah, pregnant and yeah. doesn't kill her yeah like you discredited all of that yeah uh-huh. um, a system of honor that they have they're I think, not just killing machines i yeah. think i think that's what made the predator grow into a pop culture icon and why we're doing a podcast about yeah, him right. sure, and like yeah. you start robbing those characteristics and it instantly makes it not cool and i think that i think that reflects in the box office record absolutely bombed yeah. and nobody likes it and we hate it and we're telling yeah. people that we hate it yeah <laughs> in other words it just kind of made him into another mindless horror movie slasher yeah. i can't even really recall the movie I, and i've seen it several I times say, I, I, I watched it recently and couldn't tell you the story very well i can't, I can't tell you any of the characters it. yeah, yeah. yeah. I really do not remember if I've watched this or not. Like, well, I feel like I did, and I was like, well, that was lame. Well, the opening scene's really great. Yeah. When mm-hmm. that opening scene starts, I'm like, I'm on yeah, board. Yeah, because it, it takes yeah. up the hunting, right where the, the, the man, Well, the, the man and his son hunting. Oh, right. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. talking Like, literally the openings. Like, yeah. That, that thing, there's a father and his son hunting, and I thought, oh, my God, they're going to get it right. This is a metaphor because the predator is a hunter. Mm. And I went down, yeah, like, the, yeah. the mental rabbit hole of, yeah. like, this is a, What's a gonna be? This is it. They're going to do it. And it was the worst. It, it was. just ended up panning out horribly. Jeez, man. Yeah. No, you can't get attached to any single character at all in it because they all die. They all just keep, like, they'll be, like. And they're not interesting. Not interesting at all. It'll be, like, <laughs> yeah. a little girl. And it's, like, oh, that little girl will make it. No? Oh, oh okay. Toast. Great. This is fun. Wow. An atomic bomb at the end? Wonderful. And on top of it, it doesn't even feel like the Predator. It doesn't no. feel like a character from that race. It doesn't feel like he has anything to do with it. Yeah. If they had explained that he was like a rogue Predator and that he didn't Escape honor Predator any, jail. Yeah, like if they had explained any of that, yeah, it yeah. would have made it a little bit better. Oh, I mean, what you just said opened up a plot line for like he goes against his clan. And yeah. the, the last scene is his clan showing up to hunt him. Yeah, that would have been Predator hunting. Yeah. I mean, come on. That would have been just wrote the script. That. Yeah. yeah. Easy. One hundred percent. We just fixed the movie. Boom. We'll take money from you now. Whoever trademark dead and lovely. It makes (laughs) you wonder who's who's out there making the final decisions to spend millions of dollars to make these films. It's like they clearly don't give a fuck about them. Well, not only that, but just like. Do, do you not even understand basic storytelling? Yeah. Seriously. That happens a lot. Seriously. Very Honestly. basic storytelling. Though uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem was made by the guys who made uh, another one. They're, they're special effects guys. Like They just want to blow your mind. Yeah, with they want great special effects. Pizzazz. So, yeah, for them, the Man story is Man cannot live on Shred alone. Absolutely. New. So, got to give me more than that. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching lately, Andy? I have went back um, due to the big... Uh, bomb drop of next year's April release date for the final season of Game of Thrones. They put a date on it? Yeah. It is April 14th or 19th. I can't oh, recall. I That's so that. awesome. It's, one of those, it's middle of April. Okay. Um, and I don't want to speak incorrectly and have somebody correct me later. Uh, <laughs> so middle of April. And as soon as I saw that, it was three seconds of unreleased footage. And then it went into a trailer of flashbacks. Really? I know that didn't sound like a lot, but it's like... That's, that's several, so awesome. Like, yeah. 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 Like, I need to know. see this. I haven't seen it. It's really cool. And... Uh, I, I, I immediately went back, and I've, I'm already at the red wedding. Damn! Like I can just, just through it. It's not even intentional. Yeah, you because it's you just, so yeah. good. You just get engrossed in it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so easy to just be stuck. Like, cause my wife, whenever I convinced her to watch it, it really was one of those things where it was just like straight through. Yeah, like, not intentional. Yeah. Not like I'm gonna hurry up and finish this. No, you just I just want, I watch every episode. You gotta know what's gonna happen. Just last longer. Uh-huh. I want yeah, to know I more about yeah, your yeah world. I want to stay in this world yeah. I want to know more about your world and so. how crazy is it too like after having watched everything that we've seen on the show up to this point and you go back to season one and it seems so quaint you're like oh simpler times uh-huh. when everybody lived together in the castle Sweet the blonde people child. came to visit they were uh-huh. kind of gross 
But if you yeah, yeah, incredible going back through it, you can see like everything. Yeah, uh, seeds is, of everything are there. Yeah, the seeds of all of what everything that happens <laughs> is in that first episode. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, and, and it's really cool that um, they take the character and in, in, in my viewing, the, I remember my first time through the the story. Uh, I was like, all right, let's hurry up and get this Jon Snow guy. Get it. He's at the wall. Who cares? Totally. Keep going. Cool. Yeah, me too. That's hurry up. Okay, characters. you're with the Wildlings. I yeah. don't care. I don't care. Get me back mm-hmm. to you know, King's Landing where the action is. And now, on my third, fourth time through the story, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just engrossed with everything he's yeah. doing. Because no I'm trying to pick up on any foreshadowing. Of yeah. It's, right. it's a, so, yeah, I know it's probably not the best, uh, most interesting answer, but it is the most honest. So that's mm. what I've been, been well, really digging into. That shit's awesome. And I definitely want to rewatch all of it before the oh, yeah, season comes out. Mid-April. Too. Isn't it interesting, though, that we live in an age where, you know, even for us, like in the music world and stuff like that, we hear all the time that people don't listen to records anymore. People don't have the attention span, blah, blah, blah. People what, have the attention dude, span. Dude, what motherfucker hasn't watched, like, five hours at a time of mm-hmm. Game of Thrones or whatever? Like... The attention span is there. The content isn't there. Yes. The stuff to exactly. keep your attention isn't there. It's like you'll hear it with stand-up comedians, too, where yeah. they're like, audiences are too sensitive now. And it's like, well, then you're not making them laugh. That's your job. Your yeah, job yeah. is to make fault. them laugh. It's yeah. not their fault that you're not making them yeah, laugh. It's not their right. fault you're not funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 And, and even then, it's like when I check out stand-up comedians, a lot of them are just going down the shock value. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like they took everything away from Dave Chappelle's success that wasn't what made him funny. Exactly. And went with that. They were yeah. like, oh, yeah. all this shocking stuff, that's what made him successful. It's like, no, he's all. brilliant. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's actually funny. funny. I guarantee yeah. if you went to McDonald's with him and his family, he's going to say something funny to his family. Yeah. 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 And it not be premeditated. Exactly. Right. You know, he's right. a funny dude. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, uh, of course, we have every like nine-year-old watching Infinity War, like a three-hour-long movie. Yeah. You can't for tell sure. What about the spans. 18 movies that, that, that led up to it? Led exactly. up to it. Yeah, and when Jesus, they start dude. Infinity War, they you they just assume that you're there. They yeah, don't. No catch they up. Don't, yeah. yeah. They don't hold your hand. Yeah. And I love it. Uh, no, a, previously on yeah. Marvel movies. <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. There was a thing uh, Marvel did as a promo mm-hmm. coming out of December into January. If you started on the first week of January and watched every Marvel movie in either cinematic release order or mm-hmm. canological order, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, the last week would be the last movie before Infinity War. And Man. we did that here in this house. That's awesome. It was the best, I'm And sure. it was incredible. Like, yeah. You're just like, oh my gosh, I forgot that this was here and yeah. the stone's here and this is where it ended up. And then what by a the trip time, down memory lane. Yeah, it's great. So it is. And you know, Infinity just recently came out uh, on streaming and stuff like that. And yeah. you said you've watched it like two or three times already. We were watching it's some incredible. before I, uh, this. I have watched it again day. too. <laughs> I forgot that yeah. that's something I have watched. So I watched it again. You can't go with attention span deficit. No, you can't go. That with can't. Absolutely be can't. It. Yeah. Um, and you were pointing out to me too. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't notice whenever I saw it in the theater. Like, like? Uh, you were talking about the stuff about Thanos taking damage, and you see the time stone light up when he's walking away with the axe yeah. in him and shit. Like, mm-hmm. there's he all kinds of little to, things that yeah. answer questions. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's that are right there. Things light up when he does different things. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a great scene where Doctor Strange does the 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 vision of all the millions of Doctor yeah. Strange yeah. around him, and when he and when Thanos looks up. You see the soul stone flare up, yeah, and that's how he found the real Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's really great to see. Awesome. I bet you, like, if you're a special effects company that did that, you uh-huh. probably had 
a field day. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Getting to enjoy making all those little yeah. plot so cool. things of the show me, don't tell me stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. So good. I've not really had much time to watch hardly anything lately. I've been so fucking busy. We played a, um, we had a skate banger show the other day with uh, a fill-in drummer for the first time, a good buddy, Derek Tingle, who I used to play oh, with yeah. in Human Fuse back mm-hmm. in my college days. I remember them. Old Derek Tingle, a.k.a. Dirk Hoomer, was playing with us as a fill-in, so <laughs> we spent a lot of time getting prepped for the show and practicing and stuff like that, so... I've not really watched a lot, but I have been watching the new season of Good Mythical Morning. Oh, yeah. Which is They did start up. back up this yeah. week. Did you watch any of it? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, you ever watch Good Mythical Morning, Andy? Uh, not in full episodes. I love those guys so much. Yeah, They're just fun It's stuff. just like the perfect 15 minutes of just, I need to watch something fun. Yeah. It's that. They're so There great, it is. Man. They're so great. Uh, so they've got their new season out, which has been a lot of fun. They Where got that you? new Let's Talk About That show too oh they do stevie yeah oh really it's pretty fun i haven't seen that no, cool. it's pretty fun stevie sat down with rhett's dad and showed him embarrassing what? clips of stuff rhett's done on the show and <laughs> rhett's dad is like well that's just kind of strange it's really funny <laughs> i love that their parents are as country as you oh dude they're country as fuck country yeah the fucking chicken coop man now did, weren't you telling me that you were watching uh you're watching something it was a lemon party, I think. Yeah, I watched a lemon party. Yeah, you said yeah. you watched that a few times. It was pretty, pretty good. Is it good? It's pretty good. All right. I didn't mind it. I'd recommend it. <laughs> I'd recommend a lemon party. Also watched the trailer for the new Suspiria. Oh, Have you shit. Seen that? Yeah. I haven't. So they released an official like two minute, 40 second long or something like that trailer. Uh-huh. Andy, you've never seen Suspiria, have you? I've not. It's a classic Italian horror movie. Uh, we <laughs> did it on the show. Many yeah, moons ago, yeah. rate and review it's on awesome. iTunes. Is it, a, check it is, is it a monster horror movie? No. no. It's a giallo movie, which is kind of like a horror mystery. This yeah. is like an entire genre of Italian horror movies. Wow, okay. It, yeah. It has a coven of witches involved. Yeah. So okay. that's fun. And it's extremely, like the original is this like hyper colorful, like crazy. It, it's like you're inside of like a kaleidoscope. Like, yeah. The visuals are nuts in the movie. Um, some people complain that it's all visuals and no substance. But yeah. But it's one of those that's like, especially among horror fans. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. But among horror fans, it's like one of the all-time benchmarks of mm-hmm. just awesome European horror movies. And they're doing this remake of it. And everybody's skeptical as fuck because that's like touching sacred ground, you know? Yeah. It's like remaking Raiders of the Lost Ark it, or it something. It is. Exactly. It really, it's really exactly is. It's exactly like that. But oh, this... by the way, check out our Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. episode. Raiders Raider of the Lost Ark. The Suspiria remake is looking fucking sick. Like, they are not really trying to tread the same ground and mm-hmm. do exactly what was already done before, because that would piss everybody off. It would. Of course, by not doing what they already did, it's going to piss gonna everybody p- off. Yeah, people are going to be pissed at no matter um, what. But without, like, getting real spoiler or anything like that, it looks like they're bringing in the entire, you know, the, the three mothers. Oh, okay. That are in Tenebrae and Inferno. Okay. Right. They mentioned the three mothers in the trailer. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I don't know if they're trying to cover that all in this movie now or uh-huh. if it's like, if this does well, maybe they do Inferno and Tenebrae too. I hope it does. I mean, I honestly. I think it looks I, fucking sick. I want it to do well. I, I like do. almost everybody involved in it. Yeah. Some people I don't like because I don't know who they are. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like it's everybody like, I know, I'm excited in they're there. in there. Um, yeah. What's her name? That's in Kick Ass. Um, Hit Girl. Oh, shit. Chloe Moretz. Chloe Moretz is in it. She looks like she's awesome in it. It looks like a great, dark European horror movie. It looks European. That's the best way I'd describe it. it I would say very that. dark and very European. European. Soundtrack by Tom York from the Radiohead. Oh, I've heard really? of Really? Do you like Radiohead? Um, I, I, What I like from them, I really, 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 really like. Yeah. And the things that I don't like, I'm just like, I don't see how people dig it. And I, yeah. I mean, that's just... Hey, mm. but that's enough about the Smashing Pumpkins. Hey! <laughs> Back to Radiohead. I respect Radiohead. I don't... 
but I don't like it. Like, okay. I love the fact that I can listen to like two seconds of any of their songs and be like, okay, this sounds like radio. I like radio. I, I love it. that. And 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 you, you're right. It's not a, you didn't ask me if I respected it. Oh, you went with do, <laughs> do you, you like, like it? it? And and that's the thing. I I, I respect for a while. I don't necessarily like it. Yeah, I like that, it, man. I saw him in concert. It was oh, yeah? pretty all right. So I don't like. I I mean. I don't like big concerts, so going mm. to see a band like Radiohead, it's a huge concert. He was at Bonnaroo, right on. so that was already too big for me. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Neville Brothers before them. That was a good show. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Neville Brothers, Beck, uh, somebody else. Oh, Elvis Costello. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like a pretty that. good show. Uh, recently at our big concert show that we played a skate banger i saw some people from creepy con here in knoxville oh yeah yeah I, I introduced myself too and told them about the podcast stuff hopefully you guys are listening right now. shout out to the creepy conners there was a zombie bride and groom that brought us a ton of shots on stage <laughs> fucking awesome it was pretty rad yeah it was actually kind of a situation so uh we played about a third of the show like stone cold sober for, for those of you guys who don't know it's an 80s hair metal <laughs> cover band so it's it's just party non-stop yeah we played about a, sh- a third of the show pretty straight and then andy over here makes a call he's like man the band needs some shots we need to get fucked up <laughs> i seriously think about like six or seven people decided to buy shots simultaneously because there was s- just suddenly like they look 30 like shots. ufo soft saucers floating yeah. across the packed house just yeah. up to the front they just like a little liquor <laughs> Just little UFO saucers of liquor. Yeah. That's like the quickest up to downturn I think the band has probably ever had. <laughs> like, I've never seen that much alcohol appear on stage at one or time. Disappear or disappear. Or disappear. Yeah, to be totally honest. That's awesome. It was a lot That's of fun. That's funny. Now, before we start getting into the topic of our show today, which is, of course, 1987's classic Predator. We're Predator. Gonna, Predator. We're going to step into the old preview palace here. And I just really want to know, especially because we got a friend in our midst, I really want to know if we were Arnold Schwarzenegger characters, which one would we be? How do you think we solved this question, Steve? Well, normally we go to the Wizards at BuzzFeed. We usually do. But they failed us on this they one. They were not here. Let us down. So we went over to the Discount Wizards at Brainfall. <laughs> Brainfall. They'll get you what you need, kind of. Kind of. Close enough. <laughs> we're going to take a quiz they have on there called Which Arnold Schwarzenegger Character? Are you? And the first question that it starts off on here is, "What is your typical everyday attire?" We've right. got we've got camo. Looks like we got a uh, an army man here. Business suit. I don't know what kind of business this guy is doing though. He's got the open shirt, loose tie, little stubble. Looks like he's sexy down business. to some. Looks sexy like he's business. John Wick and he's in the <laughs> yeah. business of killing people. Oh, okay. <laughs> and business is good. He's getting revenge for his dog as yeah. little as possible. That's just some fucking hunk right there. We got some plaids, little grunge grunge guy here, or maybe you rock an endoskeleton. Steve, <laughs> where do you go in this spectrum here? Uh, as little as possible. You look good in a business suit, though. I do, but I don't want to rock. Don't daily, day to day, I'm working at home. I'm sitting in some basketball shorts and a shirt. Strong choice. Yeah. It's a strong choice. What about you, Wood? Where are you at? It's tough because uh, black t-shirt and jeans is not an option here. It's not here. on here. Um, yeah. The best look. I th- I'm, I'm split down the middle on camo because I do own some uh, camo shirts. Okay, yeah. It's way less camo to hunt in, and it's way more the camo that like goes with rock and roll and Zach Wilde and stuff like it's that. It's the kind of camouflage <laughs> you wear to blend in at a metal show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> or I'm going to go with as little as possible, and I'll tell you why, because of Skank Banger. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking very, very as true. little as possible. That's what I'm going to click. Go for okay. it. Okay, because uh, simply because of Skank Banger, 
you have to wear some ridiculous stuff. I've been known to rock many a plaid in my time. I actually made it a deliberate plot last year at, at the NAMM show, the Winter NAMM show. Uh-huh. Because, like, there's always 80 billion people taking pictures and video and stuff. Right. I brought along, like, five identical red plaid shirts. Hilarious. Every day. <laughs> it was the best, man. Yeah. And I can verify this. I was there. It was incredible. It became, like, a thing that people were tagging. It's like, so, oh, I see your red flannel shirt. It must be Ben. Incredible. It All was right. one of the greatest moments, uh, probably in my life. Uh, <laughs> so now, do I do I highlight it and then hit next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the plan. That's the, that's the plan. Steve, what's our next question that we got here on our list? Your ideal woman. Oh, look out! All right. What's our so, choice here? First choice works with me. All right. All right. Not really sure what that means. Yeah. In what way? Yeah, ma'am. Uh, you mean like somebody you actually are employed with? Could be. I guess so. Is exotic. Define that. There is no such thing. Oh, All right. Very negative. Incel wow. bastard. <laughs> is a teacher. What the fuck is happening with these choices? <laughs> Van Halen song. Only exists in my dreams. Aw. That's kind of the same as no such thing. What do you say, Andy? I'm going to say uh, just... Not great go, choices, I have honestly. to go with is exotic. Give me something right. exotic, yeah, baby. Yeah, give me something interesting. Give me something that uh, I know is a special treat. There you go. <laughs> treat yourself. Treat. Yeah. I'm going to go with works with me, considering that I met my wife when we were both working at Walmart. Boom. Boom. So clearly my ideal woman (laughs) does work with me. She's also pale and brunette and mean as shit. Man, there's not. I think the funny thing about exotic is everybody's exotic. Because nobody's, yeah, nobody's really the same. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) She's from Granger County. That's super exotic, as a matter of fact. Yeah. (laughs) I, n- none of these really fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm married to her if that were, was an oh, option. Oh, Steve. I'm just going to say, is it teacher? And okay. teach let my wife something. figure out what that means. Yeah, Ooh. teach me something. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. All right, Steve, what do we got? Uh, Andy, what do we got next here on here? I'm loading up. Apparently, my cell phone is not quite right, as quick I'll, as I'll yours. I'll roll with it then. Out of the following, which seems most like a place your parents would call home. Okay. This is an odd thing. Your parents, not you. Your parents would call home. Yeah. Samaria. Where the fuck is that? That's uh, from Babylonian, Sumerian. Well, it's, no, not, it's not SU. It's Sumerian. Oh, it's right. It's not SU. Yeah, that's sorry. from the that? co- uh, Conan, the destroyer. Oh. Crush your enemies. Hear the lamentations of the women. <laughs> so good. Conan, what is good in life? I'm not sure is a choice. Okay. Mars. Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> Austria. <laughs> or yeah. California. No, really. <laughs> All right, Steve, where, where are you going on this thing? Uh, Which seems like... Um, place your parents would call home. My dude. parents, I would say Mars is probably Yeah, accurate. probably pretty accurate. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure what, That's where, men are where from. my dad's from. Yeah, Men are from Mars. Oh, right. Yeah. I, women, obviously, <laughs> from Venus. Venus yeah. Clearly. What, what do you think? Where is, where is your parents Only due to the... So the choices, uh, I've got to go with I'm not sure because the other, like, front porch picking guitars is not a yeah, option that we have here. So I'm going to go with I'm not hills sure. Yeah. North Kakalaki. <laughs> yeah. Choice. I'm going to go with Mars, actually. Yeah? Yeah, because. Candy bars? No, because when uh. I was a little kid. <laughs> dude, when I was a little kid, I thought that I was so much different from my family and stuff. Uh, like, for a long time, I thought I was adopted. And all this. Mm-hmm. I had this dream, and I talked about it on the Elm Street episode, but I had this dream when I was a kid, and it's always stuck with me <laughs> that my family were actually, like, these, like, weird, like, meatball-shaped aliens. Perfect. <laughs> that were just raising me to fucking eat me. I Perfect. Love this. Yeah. It's and my it's, favorite it nightmare I've ever heard. stuck with me 
forever. Like in the dream that cornered it's still me with stuff. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I still am not sure. Yeah. I'm not. It's not been disproven. I'll put it that way. If you're sitting at the table so you're, and your mom Mars. spills a little salt on you on accident, you're like, fuck, here it comes. Yeah. Oh, no. It's <laughs> happening. So I'm going to go with Mars for my right. answer. Yeah. Because uh, it's possible. Okay. <laughs> it looks like my phone. I, 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 I was wise and I got ahead of you here. So All right. I'm, I, so I'm, I'm got here. You wake up. Not knowing where you are or how you got there. Oh. Of the following, what do you do? Okay. Options are I look for my gun. All right. mm. I look for my brother. Mm. I roll over and go back to bed. Okay. Not possible. I never went to sleep. What? I call security. Okay. I think I'm going to go with I roll over and go back to bed. I'm an impervious sleeper. I will sleep in any Oof. scenario. I think if I wake up and I realize I'm somewhere and I don't know how I got there and stuff, I think getting a good night's rest is more important than figuring out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so you're not getting me up. I'm going back to bed. I'm uh, I'm going to call security. Yeah. Because I the slightest sound wakes me up. Oh, so you're the light sleeper. Oh, it's the fucking worst. Damn. But yeah, if, if I were to end up somewhere not knowing how I got there, I would be a good bit worried. <laughs> Okay, um, I think the trick in this is saying not knowing where you are or how you got there of the following. Yeah. What do you do? I say I would look for my gun because if I have that and I don't know where I'm at and I'm being hunted by a nine-foot-tall predator. There you yeah, go. You know what happened. I got to have a gun. Strong so choice. Yeah. You got took. Yeah, I got took. Yeah, I got took <laughs> to the other planet and they <laughs> dropped me off on the game reserve. Give mm -hmm. me a choice of weapons. Oh, yeah. You're going to get predated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go down swinging. All right. Of the following, which has the most control over you? Okay. My wife, meaning my wife specifically? Yeah. Ben's yeah. wife. Yeah. Okay. Some freakazoid from outer space. Mankind. Like is the that Mick Foley? Mick Foley? Yeah, yeah Mick Foley. Mick sure Foley. Jack. Dude, if he's got that sock in your mouth, you are under You're his done. command. It's true. It's over. The ancient gods. The old gods and the new. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or my school principal. My mom? Mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, Some strange yeah. Yeah. options. I mean, they're like mildly Arnold-based in some of these. This is kind of a weird one. Yeah. I I mean, I would say, honestly, it would be my wife. Yeah. yeah. Not, not that she's controlling, but none of those other things have any control over me. So. True yeah. story. I'm trying to play along here. <laughs> and... Obviously, none of these really relate directly, correlate directly. I mean, my wife. Like, you ain't got no wife. Got no wife. Got lady pants. Yeah. But I ain't got no wife pants. <laughs> um, freak us away from outer space. Mankind. That means God. Mankind doesn't get me. The ancient gods, like Poseidon, hadn't came knocking. Yeah. Hadn't been in school in a long time. I guess by default, a freakazoid from outer space. Let's go with that. I mean, if he shows up. By default. Yes. At least I've got the gun. So Your that correlates with the okay, previous. Yeah. You're back to it. You're back to it. Okay. I, if I'm going to be totally honest, it's also got to be I'm a wife. My life. It has to be. If again. I had one, I would say that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make a lady. Pa hang on, guys. Give me about 20 minutes. I'm going to go. Go. Okay. Propose, yeah. Get, me, ring get on. The, Yeah. Get this so I can have a different hey. answer. Happy wife. Happy, happy life. life. Am I right? Uh, unhappy yeah. freakazoid from outer space. Happy life. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. I've heard that. I see what we got next. People are starting trouble. What do you say to them? Okay. I'm the party pooper. All right. Yeah. I'll be back. Uh-huh. I don't know what the problem is, but I'm sure it can be solved without resorting to violence. 
What the hell are you? <laughs> Some good options. What What do you think? How are you diffusing the situation? What the hell are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just straight on. I think that mine is probably going to be, I don't know what the problem is, but I'm sure it can be solved <laughs> without resulting to violence. violence. Because... <laughs> As a guy that plays music for a living, I'm terribly worried about breaking my fingers, punching something. That cool. makes sense. I don't want to do that. I just like the fact that what the hell are you is gr- grammatically mysterious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you? <laughs> what? And, and depending on the inflection, you could really... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I'm see. the party pooper. Yeah. It's you're going to rush in there and just poop that party, huh? Jennifer poops at party? <laughs> a party pooper. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, you're walking down the street, round a corner, and come upon two men beating each other senseless. Mm. This is not that different from the last question. <laughs> no, it's not. What do you do? I politely try to convince them to stop. I let them finish, smack down the winner, and rob them both. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. damn. Somebody that takes advantage of a situation. <laughs> yeah. I ignore them and keep going my way. I try to figure out if I know them. That's likely if you're in Morristown, dude. That is true. <laughs> or I push them aside and call them girly. Wow. All Call right. them girly. Okay. Okay. Get out of the way, girly. <laughs> I guess. Um. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, they're just beating each other senseless, it says here. Like, mm-hmm. if it was one of them beating the other one. Exactly. It's not victimization. Yeah. No. This is a cage match that's happened publicly. They I wish they had pull up popcorn and yeah. enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that would be right. the right answer. Pull out phone, yeah. video. Yeah. But I, I, I think you're right, though. If I were in Morristown, Tennessee, it would be one of those situations where yeah. I'd try to figure out if I know them. I so I'll, I'll go with both those guys. Yeah. yeah. It's a good choice. He used to weigh 300 pounds. The meth <laughs> took all of that. <laughs> he could really use that extra weight right now. He He's could. Smash. <laughs> what do you got there, Wood? I ignore them. Yeah, just keep going. They're mm-hmm. beating each other up. They're not hurting anybody it's else. Their thing, it's man. like, man, whatever. Yeah. That's like that's like watching people make out. That's their, yeah. that's their deal. It's kind of their business, right? Public displays of aggression. Yeah. It's fun stuff. PDAs. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I'm with you, man. You know, I, I, I do agree with that. I would actually probably just ignore it. I would actually seriously probably just video it and try to upload it to YouTube. Would probably <laughs> be what I would actually do, but in just start shouting bum fights, yeah, bum or fights. world star, yeah, a world star, <laughs> guaranteed a million views. Uh, but you know, just to mix our answers up here, I'm gonna I'm gonna politely try to convince them to stop. I'm gonna be like, y'all, hey y'all, there's no need to resort to violence. Pauline here, yeah. <laughs> All right, Wood, what do we got next on this quiz? Here? Lunch just would not be complete without a cookies. Uh, B, roast snake. Oh. Mm. C, a cook- kitchen staff to cook for me. D, right. chewing tobacco. <laughs> oh, good. That stuff will make it to a sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> or That's true. A, a lunchbox. A lunchbox. Uh, I'm going to say a kitchen staff to cook for me because out of those options, you're seriously going to hand me that <laughs> with, yeah. with no I'm cost or anything. Yeah. I just I get a cook. I get that. I yeah. can All have you got to do is just press that I just got to be there. That's obviously what I'm taking. Sweet. I'm going to I'm gonna lunchbox myself. It looks like there's a healthy. There's no lunch in it, though. Yeah, there is. Look. Just in the picture, but it says lunch wouldn't be complete without the lunchbox. Without box. the lunchbox. You're getting the box. Wow, You're not getting man. the contents. Come on. Maybe I'm, it's a predator lunchbox, though. You ever think about that? At least yeah. it's cool. I just want to yeah, be. Exactly. I just want to be real with you. I've truly <laughs> fucked myself here, but I'm. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna okay. stick with it myself. I'm, I'm gonna I got go with box. some of that roast snake. Yeah, get your protein. Try it on. out. Make you some gains, dude. <laughs> if you gains. ain't gaining, you're losing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mine's loading up. This site's really slow. Oh, this is. You guys got the next one up already? <laughs> mine's the best. Oh no. Oh, is it the results? I got my results. What'd okay. you get? 
Dutch. Damn oh, you. Predator, I got you got it. You got, got Dutch. It. I'm Dutch. You're the winner. A winner yeah, is for you. For real, that is the winner. Okay. Like, yeah, dude. Mine's still alone. What do you got, Steve? Uh, I got the governor of California. So <laughs> Excellent. I, I am his real life role. Um, yeah, so you set out to conquer the world, it says. Things may not always work out according to plan, but that's all right. You are content to rule the domain you have gained through your many conquests. There you go. All right. Excellent. Did you just have a description on it, Woods? Uh, oh, my gosh. I got Julius Benedict from Twins. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> so read us yours. Let me you read are, my description because I'm at 6%. Okay, get it, get it. Yeah. I, I don't want to die. Yeah. Which Arnold character are you? I'm Dutch. You're ready to take on whatever the universe throws at you, and chances are the universe is going to be sorry that it ever threw anything <laughs> at you to begin with. For real. I like that. <laughs> this is not entirely inaccurate. Mine says you're a super nice, too nice, really, to the point of being gullible. The world needs people like you, as your guileless kindness tempers depravity and others who are not so kind. You don't love it. It's good. I've heard a rumor about you. I thought you you were going to get the the teacher from Kindergarten Cop. I would would be so (laughs) on board with that one. Put the cookie down. Put it down. (laughs) Take it back to the carpet. Take it back. (laughs) Yeah, take it back to the carpet. Now, I have heard about you that uh, you uh, refuse to ever use guile in Street Fighter. That's untrue. I'll beat an ass with guile. Oh, right? Yeah, I'll flash kick so you. So you're not ass. guileless. Nope. You lying son of a bitch. I'll bring a guile to the table. I, I, I don't enjoy you. any of the charge characters. You're not going to blanca me. I don't like any of them. You're not Honda. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't like any of those. Will you guile? Uh, Yeah. I, he's, not, he's not one that I use often. In the very first Street Fighter 2, I'm about to get really deep. Get uh, deep. The frame There was a frame rate glitch that uh, you could throw the slowest sonic boom Guile would walk at speed that matched or slightly outran it, and you could either throw them if they block. It was a, it was a complete cheese. Huh. Yeah, and it was I one of the this. main reasons. Or that you could they, trip them. One of the main reasons that they uh, did the next version with Bison and Vega yeah. and all those. Huh. It was like one of the things that they. I think I think it was either that one or Turbo. One of those was like the main yeah, reasons champion for edition. getting rid of uh, the speed of his walk to counteract the speed of the. Because it kind of broke the game. Yeah. Yeah, it, it totally broke the game. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. If you ever play against a really good guile player, you are in a world of fucking hurt. Like, a really good guile player is intense. To I'm in a world them. of hurt if I'm playing Street Fighter. I've never been good at it. Never been a Street Fighter. I've not. I, I've i been playing video games recently at Super Nintendo. Uh, playing Super Punch-Out, actually. Oh, yeah. Delight. You mentioned that the yeah, other day. Yeah, I love Super Punch-Out. Yeah. Um, I'm not that good at it. I used to I used play to be that great. game, dude, at like Rain Man level. Yeah, where like where, I had everything figured out to where no match would last longer than seriously like ten seconds. Yeah, you beat Gabby J in like five seconds. Like it's super easy. Ridiculous. Shit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, now I keep getting my ass beat by Sandman. Oh, because mm. he I knock him down twice every single time, but that third time he gets up and he goes faster and he changes up the oh, yeah, like, yeah. speed of his punches. It's yeah, I, I can't. I'll tell you it out this about well. Super Punch Out. Way less racist than original Punch yeah, Out. Way less. <laughs> way less. I have to say this is probably going to paint me into a bad corner. I actually love the characters of the first Punch Out. They're way more. Oh, they're iconic. It's like they are, way more for iconic. sure. I remember Soda Popinski way more than the I remember. The drunk Polak. Yeah. Uh, Russian? Soda Pop Polish. I thought it was Inski. Russian. Uh, I think it was Russian. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I think it was supposed to be that. Russian. Yeah. It's supposed to be Russian. Uh, fictional island wasn't wasn't King Hippo from a fictional island? He was. was yeah, Fiji. Hippo Island. He was Hippo from Hippo Island. island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
uh, those characters were way more stereotypical, way more offensive, and way more memorable and iconic, and I like them way yeah. better. It's true. You got a good point. Now, the topic of our show today is going to be about Predator from 1987. Mm-hmm. One of the best fucking movies ever made. Yeah. And I want to ask you guys, what was the first time that you ever saw this movie? I assume this is definitely not the first time for all of us, for no. sure. No clue. I, I mean, like, it's mm-hmm. like, never did it's like it. seeing Empire Strikes Back. I don't know when it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have always have uh, it, seen it. It always happened. Yeah. Wow. What about you, Steve? Uh, this, along with Commando, were two movies that I would watch over and over and over as a child. Every Saturday afternoon kind of thing. All the time. Yeah. Just predator like i would go into the woods and pretend i was in predator yeah yeah like we would like pull down vine and like make big vine ropes out of it and shit yeah. and try to like make cool would you traps. try to drink out of it like did you Billy? pull the vine every the single movie? <laughs> like, like, like yeah that. we would do that yeah, yeah. of course we were little kids who couldn't even predator has a montage it's <laughs> true. true it does have a montage man that's insane did you ever get any sweet water out of them vines i tried every single time i'd see no go they never because it, it works in the rainforest because there's so much goddamn water it's true in East Tennessee, it's just like, uh, you know, it's wet in there. You could lick it, yeah. I guess. Find you a honeysuckle. Yeah, you can find some honeysuckle. Yeah. So I, I definitely was way late to this movie because, once again, going back to my conservative homeschool upbringing, I was definitely not allowed to watch this because it was, like, rated R. Mm. Like, my first exposure to Predator was seeing the ads in, like, Game Pro magazine for, like, the Predator video game for Super Nintendo and just thinking... That costume looks so sick. Because to me, you know, back then, that was when I was in my prime, like comic book reading time and stuff. And I saw the Predator, and I was like, that costume design is ridiculously fucking sick. And it's like, I only absorbed stuff about them through people that have seen it. Yeah. You know, so it was just like, oh, well, he can go invisible and kill you. And he's got claws like Wolverine, and he's got <laughs> a shoulder cannon and all this stuff. But I never actually watched the movie until I was probably like, probably like 19 wow yeah and wow. i'll tell you man it's one of those things that even seeing it that late after that much hype and like wanting to see that movie for so long did not disappoint was it like you switched on like you suddenly like everything before that is kind of blurry but exactly. everything after that i can't remember my your... life before predator there would be no uncle uncle ben without that exactly exactly <laughs> So, yeah, this is one of those movies that, to me, absolutely lived up to every bit of the hype possible. And I've seen it very, very many times since. Yeah. But actually, leading up to this time, it had been a couple of years since I watched it. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So this was kind of a treat for me because I didn't remember every last detail. That's good. Exactly. Seeing this. Yeah. So you got a little bit of that, like, oh, right, there's that awesome line. Or, exactly. That's, there's, that's cool. Yeah, definitely so. And there's a lot to talk about in this movie that is so fucking good, but I think that central among it is the the cast of characters that we have. Yeah. Which, if you look on like the IMDb credits on this, the cast is about like 16 people. It's a super yeah. small cast, and that's including like the gorillas and stuff like that. Yeah. And other than other than the main guys, you only see those other characters briefly. Yeah. Like exactly. Real, main real guys and the the captive girl, right? That's yeah. That's, that's basically it. it. Like once they clean shop and 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 prove that they are the uh, worthy game. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of it. That's pretty that's much it. it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And of those characters, we got of course Dutch, played by Arnie himself. Mm-hmm. And, and apparently me. Yeah. <laughs> also you and Andy Wood. How fitting is that? 
pretty great. Yeah. Pretty you great. won the you contest. Show up on the show. I mean, yeah. you know. That is the best character to get. I, I really do think this is Arnold. One of I thought T-800 Arnold's would be best. really good, though. Yeah. If, yeah. If well, got the T-800, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Okay. yeah. I awesome. think this is one of his best performances in a role, though. I mean, yeah. though, T-800... You could say he wasn't doing much, but he, he was, was doing, doing a lot exactly by not doing much. The yeah. smile alone in T2, where he's it, learning how yeah. to smile, that scene the is the best. Yeah, it's fantastic. really good. And the character Dutch is fucking fantastic, too, because it's not that he's just this, like, you know, uh, bulked-out meathead fucking military butcher guy. No, they're strategists. Yeah, he's exactly. He's afraid, too. I yeah. think that's really yeah. important to establish as you're talking about America's kill squad and you know mm-hmm. who just goes in and clean house uh-huh. and then that's part of the relevance of like how great they are and how alpha they are yeah yeah and to see him show that kind of fear mm-hmm. uh, even less than the other characters because they're supporting characters right like Arnold is yeah. always invincible yeah. in every film and like he like he is not okay no with this true. thing yeah, yeah this that thing has got when, him spooked when he, they finally have that fist fight at the end like he's just running the yeah. whole time he's well, running and trying to get away or even the scene where he crawls up out of the water and he's covered in the mud yeah, he thinks uh-huh. it's he, over he backs up against those branches and he's like i'm fucked yeah i'm it's seriously over. fucked right now yeah. yeah that's true there is there is definitely a sense of vulnerability which he doesn't have in a lot of movies yeah, yeah exactly maybe this and running man yeah yeah running man and even running man it's a little more like he's kind of making fun of the yeah. characters it's exactly like he never yeah. pokes a you know but there's yeah, also he, he doesn't have any uh, quips in this one. Just you are there's one two, ugly. Yeah, I would say there's two quips in a, and they're in a row. They happen seriously within like ten seconds of each other. This is kind of before they figured out that Arnold should be really quippy all the time. Uh-huh. It's during the big siege scene. He throws the knife through the guy and he goes stick, stick around. around. Oh yeah, that's right. And that is stick literally around. immediately followed by him kicking that wall down and going knock knock. knock yeah. Knock. Okay. Yeah. They they stuffed them both in the movie those right two. there. Yeah. And I've seen some people that were even critical of that, where they're just no like, oh, way. why? That shows like, how on, great cool. they are and how effortless it is. It's for another them day at the office. Kill. Yeah. It's so effortless yeah. for them. I think that's part of building up their invincibility in our known world. Yeah. And then this thing comes in and terrifies them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because it's like you see them doing this crazy shit, like that siege scene and, and Nothing. talking about Jokes. like going through. Uh, uh, where do they say they've been? Iran, uh, they Vietnam, Afghanistan, and Afghanistan yeah. all these like really dangerous areas of the world, and it shows them on the job, and they're just kicking ass and taking. While they're listening to Little Richard, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like Long really Sally, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, dude. So it just kind of shows you that, yeah, this is another day at the office for them. So you, they do a good job of building up how formidable and invincible this team is, but then also so showing away you. From you. Exactly. That's what makes it good is because you realize that they realize what a threat this thing is to them. They originally don't realize. They think it's another team. Yeah, exactly. That's just got them, got their number. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about this movie, too. Um, And and we'll get to this as we talk about the character of the Predator more, too. But I was saying to you guys uh, before we started recording, but if you were seeing this movie in the theaters and you didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And you happen to walk in 30 seconds late to the movie. So you missed the very opening shot of the alien spaceship dropping off the little yeah. pod on Earth. You would also be thinking that this is some other, you know, super assassin in the trees knocking them out. You wouldn't know that there was anything otherworldly. Yeah, it's just an action movie. On. Just mm-hmm. a war movie. Yeah. So I like it that the the characters spend a lot of time in this movie 
not knowing what this thing is that's stalking them. And and hell, even by the end of it, they still don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. Right. Most of them die not ever knowing. Yeah. yeah. Not ever finding out. Exactly. And even uh even Dutch is the Arnold never sees it right. I mean that's Dutch is the it. only one that sees he's it. He's the without, only one. Yeah. And he says, What the hell are you? Yeah. Yeah. So like But he's still not like, Are you a space alien? Yeah. Yeah. The word alien is never mentioned once in this entire well, movie. Well, that's because Arnold himself is an alien. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But that's something I thought was really cool that I noticed this time around is that there is no mention of this at all. Yeah. Like, it's in, really in, great. if you didn't have that very first opening scene with the space drop, you would also have no clue what this thing is. You're like, is it a demon that lives in the jungle, like what Anna was talking about? Yeah. What the fuck is this thing? And then uh, when we get the scene where we first get the POV from the Predator, yeah, uh, like you get the idea if you saw the spaceship, like okay, it's probably related to that spaceship, yeah. But it's still like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. But if you hadn't seen that spaceship at the beginning, you'd just be like, okay, what the shit? <laughs> like, yeah. okay, is this a hunter with just thermal? Yeah, thermal goggles or something. Yeah, like, like this, yeah. it's super far removed from the spaceship scene. Yeah. Yeah. You, you forget about it. I mean, you absolutely forget about it. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. doubt. What about some of the other characters in the movie that we have, like Dylan, played Dylan. by Apollo Creed? Yeah. The son of a bitch. Son uh-huh. of a bitch. Dude, is there any better intro to two characters in their first interaction? You son of a bitch. Than these two Biceps. Just, dude, just these two Biceps. fucking badass guys. They do a handshake that turns into an arm wrestling match in midair. Awesome. Been pushing too many pencils. pencils. Like, dude. Yeah. I mean, this it's the is best. Uh, we it's have the to best. have the always sunny conversation about how big these fucking dudes They're are. They're fucking huge. When and I was how- a kid, dude, I just thought that when you turned into an adult, you that you like got that. that big. Yeah, like, like pro wrestlers and stuff. Yeah, and like I'm looking, my wrists are still like three inches across, and I'm like, when do I get the big arm? <laughs> when do I become a man? Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm still waiting for that. You know what it is? We haven't uh, we haven't had our our bar mitzvahs. Oh, I haven't ever had any chewing tobacco either. Now that I think about it. Oh, that's it. true. That'll make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> but the character of Dylan, I think, is really charismatic and just super yeah. likable but he's suspect the whole time he's and sold out i like that he's sold yeah. out it gives him it gives him uh depth mm-hmm. yeah that you don't expect in a movie like this yeah um it, i think a lot of times it's easier to paint caricatures yeah absolutely into your teammates and especially in an easy, action movie yeah easily disposable or whatever yeah, yeah. But I think his suspect is what gives him yeah. some depth. But I think he's also so likable that when you find out that uh, he was up to something the whole time, it makes you not just hate him. It makes you disappointed in him. Yeah. Yeah, like, that is it's true. Like, you and Arnie just, go way back. You yeah. seem like such a cool dude, and you just fucking... But you lied. Yeah, put yeah. them into the meat grinder and lied to him and stuff. You actually kind of get disappointed in him. Yeah. He's jacked as fuck in this movie, He's too. He's so goddamn big. Was this He was a pro football player. It's after. It's after. Yeah. But he, he was a I mean, that too. He's yeah, always he big in that. Yeah, Jeez, dude. Arnold is in his fucking fighting weight in this movie. He actually lost twenty five pounds Jesus. for this role. <laughs> that's insane to think of. Wow, that's amazing. What about Billy? Billy's one of my favorite side characters that we have in here. Uh, Billy is. I mean, he's the he's that like Hollywood Native American tracker tracker. Guy. Like it's. All Native Americans can see just by looking at the ground. They can tell you how many people have been nearby, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he is like a he is played by uh, a guy who is huge and intimidating, 
And an actual Native American. And an actual Native American, <laughs> which is a big deal. Kind of not often the case in Hollywood. Exactly. Big budget movies. But he, he plays it great. Yeah, he and does. And then the, the character's charming. And also, he gets scared. And, and fierce. That ain't no man. Fearsome. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I always thought when uh, the, the Street Fighter 2, back to Street Fighter. Yeah. When they came out with the version... They had Fei Long and Candy. Yeah, yeah, Super yeah. Street Fighter 2. Yeah, T-Hawk. when I was, first time I saw T Hawk, I was like, oh, that's Billy. Yeah, Billy. he looks just like, like him yeah, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. And even down to the wardrobe, yeah, the vest. Some, yeah. some, some frill, yeah, some, some fringe, fringe and, and some <laughs> eagle feathers. It's uh, the vest with the jeans and it's long hair. It's, it's Billy. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, I mean, like, Billy became one of, I think, one of the, like, cult favorites of the movie yeah absolutely yeah well and i'll tell you too kind of going back to what you said a second ago about how in a lot of ways he is the stereotypical native american yeah he's like a magic magic but shaman but at the same time he's not fucking tonto no exactly and the team respects the fuck out of his abilities and actually native americans did have a history Working of, with of, the military. Oh, yeah, the and doing and exactly stuff. what he that's does. Exactly yeah. that. I mean, that that's a skill, dude. And G.I. Joe's spirit, uh, the character, mm-hmm. that, uh, that's I, I never really got along with people when people didn't like him because they thought it was a stereotype and it was derogatory. I was yeah. like, actually, this is like pretty accurate because yeah. throughout World War yeah, and stuff, that's they what used they did. Uh, Indian code and exactly. Navajo code yep. and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah, so I think Billy's awesome, and I think Spirit and, and yeah. G.I. Joe and T-Hawk and Street Fighter, they're all awesome. I think we we should address just the diversity of this cast. Yeah, and absolutely. And In how 1987? That, yeah, and like, how the, it's not called out. Yeah. No, like there's, there's not at no, all. Like, uh, there's no uh, racial divide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. just all real close buddies who are the best at what they do specifically exactly. blaine and mac yep yeah blaine they're so killer. close yeah exactly yeah it's very very true and especially you know uh well i mean even in today's movie climate it'd be rare to see an action movie with a squad of dudes with two black guys on yeah it. yeah well unless like, one of them was break dancing oh yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. or will smith or will, yeah, or smith. will smith yeah, yeah. And something I noticed about Billy, too, that's cool is there's a lot of, again, kind of the show-me-don't-tell-me stuff that we were talking about where, like, he's wearing a, a medicine bag. Did you uh-huh. notice that? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he... he yeah, they like, never go, they this never, is our spirit talker. You know, yeah, they don't exactly. ever, like... They, or, it, man, there Billy goes clutching around that miscal amulet yeah. of his. <laughs> and he they say that thing is filled with 11 herbs and spices. <laughs> he whatever. doesn't fight with a tomahawk or yeah, anything stupid yeah, like that. No. It's just like... I think it's very respectful. I think it's just a guy that's signed up for the military that embraces his heritage. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He's a soldier first who knows where he came from. Yeah, yep. Billy's badass. I do, I don't know, I'm kind of torn. Do you wish that we would have seen his death on screen, or is it cooler not knowing what happened to I would, the Predator? Well, I, because that we don't want to see too much of the Predator yeah. at that point, um, I would say... No, I don't want to see it, but I really do think it would have been a cool fucking fight. I but I mean, honestly, from the way that it's portrayed in the movie, it seems like it only lasted a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah, it yeah, wasn't definitely. too long. It didn't seem to last too terribly yeah. long. But it, yeah, I mean, it would have been cool to see, but it also would have ruined the the reveal that we finally get. Exactly. Of of you know the just seeing him in his full glory. Yeah, I'm gonna have a drink to Billy here. I'm gonna open up this Red Hair Brewing Company Tangerine SPF 5050 India Pale Rattler. I've SPF never had anything 50, like this. 5050. I don't know what an India Pale Rattler is. It says Gangway India Pale Ale blended with tangerine flavored 
juice. Wait, tangerine flavored juice? Is that Sunny D? Holy <laughs> shit. Or is it an Ecto Capri cooler? Sun? Is it an Ecto cooler? <laughs> you really well, got me thinking about the Billy thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even thinking? think about your your beer right now. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I never got to the beer. Um, I think with Billy, um it smells good. Man, so you talk about the reveal, and that's a great angle. The first thing that popped in my mind wasn't that. It was like Billy is the one that we all know in our hearts would have the best chance of dealing with this yeah, thing I think so, other than way. Arnold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you had Billy dealing with it, it robs Arnold of yeah. his glory. Right? It's like That's it's true. like it kind of like deflates uh-huh. The fact that Arnold is the one that has to take him yeah, on. Yeah, it would, it, for like, sure. It, yeah. it, and I think that's a great thing. And maybe it makes it scarier to know, because, I mean, the whole movie, it's like you're definitely getting the impression that Billy is fucking badass. Maybe it makes it scarier to know that all that all that happened to Billy was he fucking screamed and he's out. Maybe that's to let you know how ferocious the Predator is. How yep. is that? Is it good? That is an ecto-cooler. Is it ecto-cooler? It's good. It's ecto. There's a, there's a hint of that uh, hoppy hoppiness uh-huh. bitterness yeah. that's in there gosh that's sweet it is sweet i'm glad I'm, ha- got... I'm glad i'm halfing this with you I don't think oh I yeah drink seriously i don't know if i could like oh yeah it's it is very sweet it's a dessert beer yeah. almost but it's good yeah it's not bad i don't mind it really per se what about jesse the body fucking ventura two politicians in this flick how about that jesse the mind ventura <laughs> boy <laughs> with his chin that looks like somebody shot him with a bb gun right there uh-huh, in the just middle right there I mean, you could hold stuff in that. He looks like uh, another G.I. Joe reference. He looks like the Dreadnought Nagahide, and I feel like yes. that's where they stole <laughs> the design from. I totally yeah. was okay. trying to remember that. Yes. He looks with like the, Nagahide. The hat. Yeah, yeah, Nagahide. Yeah, uh-huh. wild boar that rode, rode with him. Or yeah. I, I loved totally Jesse's him. hat. 100%. I, I, I loved his mustache and his vibe, and, the, and I think Jesse's endearing in that movie because, yeah, uh, because of Mac. I yeah. think I think if we have this conversation, let's go ahead and say let's talk about Mac too. Yeah, Mac. Yeah. You can't Throw really. Him in there. Yeah, let's let's have the conversation with him at the same time because Mac is a great character in and of his own. Jesse's a great character in and of his own. But it's like when they have their funeral and their moments, yeah, yeah. like that's the some of the best part of the movie. It is. Yeah. It's the heart of the movie for sure. And yeah. I was thinking about that, and something struck me the other day, and I came across a a. Kind of a buried, not really that buried though, actually, but a fan theory regarding those two characters. That they're gay lovers? That they're gay. That hidden in the middle of this, the most like testosterone fueled of all machismo movies, that they might have a history of being gay. I got I got none of that. Yeah. I, th- I, think that I think that's people digging for some clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I think. Uh, I think the only reason I say that is what I took it as, especially in the 80s and considering the timestamp we're dealing with, mm-hmm. it was a uh, unification thing of totally. like, you know, the black guy and the white guy from two different walks of life and they yeah. don't have anything in common, but you put them in the trenches against the bad guys and they They're unify and that's yeah. brothers to the end. You know, yeah. I think that's the thing. I th- actually, th- it kind of sucks that somebody took it there because it's like, Kind it doesn't. It if you put romance it, behind, not not not, not, that, that, it, it's, not that it's bad. Exactly, it's gay. it doesn't have anything it's, to do you don't with romance the to sexual. Be that tight. Yeah, 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 exactly. It it, it doesn't have to completely any, understand that. No sexual orientation is is at point here. It's the mm-hmm. fact that like, if somebody would have fallen in love with Anna, mm-hmm. it's like, that would have sucked. It's, yeah. no, it's like, I'm glad you, they avoided that. Yeah, in stay movie away too. from that because yeah. I think. The friendship bond is something we don't see in a lot of great action movies, yeah, at least at a believable level. And, like, they say 
bye to each other like bros do. Yeah. yeah. And it's like he's a bro and this is his bro and he just got blown in half and like a lot of that feels really good to see on screen as cultural diversity and everything and they're really deep friends. Totally, yeah. And I think friendship is something that's avoided in movies because it's either yeah. you're either on the squad together and you hate each other or you're on the squad together and you love each other yeah. yeah it's like why can't you just have a tight friendship i thought mm-hmm. that's part of what made fury road so fucking good too oh, yeah yeah sidestep they dodge that just exactly it. just get it exactly. out of there yeah yeah exactly i, I mean sometimes it can serve a story uh, an action movie story but most of the time, most it's, time it doesn't no. it's, not, it could, it's not useful yeah. it, i mean like when you talk about bram stoker's dracula sure yeah. that's a major aspect it's yeah, like the, the love aspect of dracula is the thing you mm-hmm. know it's like come on god i love it so can't much, tell man. that story without it no no but like to think that like not i mean let's not even say blaine or billy but i mean any of the characters in the in in, them having a romantic take yeah it doesn't it just is like now you've cheapened their friendship i gotcha yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i'll tell you what jesse the body sure knows how to handle old painless he lets old painless out of the bag how badass is that shit yeah he's wearing an mtv shirt dude that's it's great. So sick, man. That's that's like I think he probably brought that to the set and was yeah. like, "I'm gonna wear this." I love too that scene where they get out of the chopper at the very first, and everybody you see everybody in the street clothes. Yeah, and like Mac is wearing like a fucking full suit, uh-huh. dude. Like, what yeah. is he doing? He goes to war. Like, yeah. war is business for business, him. baby. Yeah, it's my business suit. And Mac is fucking awesome. Mac is one of my favorite characters. He in the is. Whole He's movie. so good. Incredible. For sure. He's got some great lines. He got that great monologue where he's talking to the moon remembering uh-huh. those nights with Blaine and mm-hmm. stuff. Here we are again. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You and me. So, Mac is really cool because um, I think from a strength aspect yeah. in all of the Predator movies, he's one of the few characters in all of the movies that hunts the Predator. Yeah. yeah now, he, he doesn't does. successfully win, obviously. No, but, he, but he sees him. He gets uh-huh. a the vendetta predator against that motherfucker. The Predator doesn't know. The, I mean, like... Yeah. He has the drop on the predator. It's true, mm-hmm. and Even then when, he blows it. Uh, Billy is looking at the predator, and the predator is looking at Billy. They see like, each other. They see each other. But I you, feel like Mac has the drop yeah. on the predator, and just and, beyond them trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, just, I see you. Dude, it's so good. He grabs Dylan in. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. pulls him in. I mean, like that—that's uh, another moment that, like, when Mac gets killed, it shows you how ferocious the predator is yeah oh, God, it's yeah. like having mac have that like edge and like show up in the business suit and everything's easy uh-huh. he's i mean my favorite thing i'm gonna have me some fun i'm gonna have, I'm me, have some me some fun, fun. dude he's i can't invincible. tell you how often we say that shit yeah. it's just perpetual <laughs> all right our other two dudes in the squad here we got hawkins played by old shane black yeah makes many a pussy joke he, he does. does. He does. <laughs> Where's Sh- the aviator shade? Uh, Shane Black was basically uh, friends with Joel Silver, yeah. and he had just sold Lethal Weapon and Big Monster year for Squad. that guy. Wow. How, how old was he? Like fucking 20-something? He was so young. He, he, dude, dude, it's still looking young. If you see pictures of him, it's like it's he's, fucked up. he's not Paul Rudd level, like not yeah, aging. Like, oh, you quit he's aging. He's going backwards. young as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> George um, Clooney somehow is drinking that, dude. He basically, <laughs> he basically was like, I just sold these scripts, and you know, I don't have anything to do could yeah. you put me in a movie he, he hadn't like done anything could really you put with me acting in a before. jungle is what they thought he said and the, and they were like yeah sure do can you do a little like rewrite on the script he did some rewrites yeah. uncredited 
and I probably wrote his own part. I would assume he yeah, wrote yeah. those pussy jokes. The, the, it all sounds like Shane Black. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's basically his thing is dirty jokes and trying to make uh, Billy laugh and communications and stuff. Like yeah. I like that even though he's not like a big jacked bodybuilder and stuff, he's still believable as a part of the crew. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that's super super slick. Yeah. In yeah. The delivery of the squad. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, through pop culture over the years, I've seen uh, nods to that squad mm-hmm. uh, almost verbatim. Like one of my favorite games is Halo Reach, uh-huh. uh, That's a good and, one. Yeah. and that squad has some echoings of that. Mm-hmm. But you don't always have to be the biggest, baddest, fastest dude right. to be the best at what you do and deserve your spot on the team. Yeah, and I think uh, as just dumb and corny as some of them pussy jokes are. I think the corniness is what makes it endearing. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah he's like, going for corny. Yeah, and and it's a it, it those those jokes are so bad. So they're bad. real bad because of the echo. And, and, and I, I love that they're not bad to the viewer. They're bad to the other characters. Yeah, that's the other true. characters yeah, are just delivery. like, oh, he's Come got these like, stupid oh, pussy man, jokes. man, shut up with yeah. that garbage. Although he finally that. gets Billy with the echo joke, uh-huh. and that's what gives the Predator the laugh. Oh, God, that's the creepiest oh, part oh, of this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about Poncho? Poncho, he's there. He's kind of the good guy. Like, he's just like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can make it, Sarge. Uh-huh. I can make it. Oh, man, he gets hit with that log real bad. Ooh. Real, real bad. The uh, the interesting thing about him is uh, he was the translator. And yeah. I thought that was yeah, a yeah, great yeah. another great thing that he did. Mm-hmm. Going back to, like, everybody's got their part everybody's on the got squad. Their skills. You know, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. That, like, and he had, a, he had a great line translating uh, the... What's she saying? Doesn't make any sense. The oh yeah, came yeah. Alive and took came him. Alive. You know, yeah. it's like I thought that was a cool way to instill fear into the viewer and the audience, uh, and also the other characters. It was just a neat way to uh, watch him translate it, and not know what to talk about, but the rest of us yeah. are going, "What is going? Yeah, on? what's going yeah. on?" And the only really other noteworthy role in here is uh, by Anna, who's pretty much the sole mm-hmm. woman in in the movie. Yeah, uh, worth mentioning, and. Um, from memory, I was just kind of remembering her being like dead weight that they just kind of towed it around. No. But she does not take any shit off of these guys. No, she's... Like, she's, she's part of a fucking gorilla squad. Yeah, we we never find her entire story out. But she she gets away from them a few times. She's obviously yeah. knows what she's she's doing. Fights dirty, fucking throws leaves in that guy's face and hits him with a log. and Yeah. And is even like... Her whole motivation is just self-preservation. That's the yeah. reason she, why she gets on the chopper, why she goes with them, because she's like, these people and this fucking whatever is in the woods killed everybody that I know. Yeah, I gotta get the fuck <laughs> out of here. It's yeah. not even like at the end of the movie that she's like, oh, I love America now, no. USA, no, take no. me away. It's like, oh no, I'm just fucking scared to death. Put yeah. me on the chopper, please. Yeah. That's the whole motivation. Yeah, she's a great character. Um, yet again, because we, they stayed away from romantic aspects. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, you know, even though she's like gorgeous, it'd be easy. For I, lo- to fall I that. love that that's not there. I love nobody it. I ever mean, talks like, about that. Yeah, don't take it anywhere near that. And uh, it it brings a validity to her depth to think that there are other chapters to her story. True. Uh-huh. That and what we see is like chapter eight. Like yeah, you know, it's like we're right. at the end of yeah, her yeah. story. And no like, doubt. You know, it, it makes it believable. And yeah. I, I think there's a lot of to be a quote unquote cheesy I'm doing my fingers in the quote. Yeah, uh-huh. air quotes yeah they uh, can hear it they could hear my air quotes uh, to be a quote unquote cheesy action sci-fi horror flick 
there's some of the best character development in this movie. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're great. I mean, like everybody's got such a great depth, yeah. and and Anna, to be the the helpless girl that's tied up, she is far from helpless. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. is far from helpless. I also exactly. like that in the future movies they never uh, they never bring her back, or they don't have a character that is like her kid with Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything. Yeah. Just, I love that, it. That would she has like her own saying. thing. Yeah. She's, She's out of own story. And that's the depth. Yeah. That's what I like. It, yeah. it builds the universe uh-huh. that we all want to live in and the reason that video games and action figures and comic yeah. books have spawned out of it. Yeah. yeah. yeah but definitely. this, by the way, the opening of this where they, they come in and, you know, land the chopper and then they're driving on that Jeep. It seriously is like the opening to a Call of Duty game. It's or, great. Oh, yeah, or, absolutely. Like, so. I think even it may have been in a Halo game where you have a, a particular cut scene that looks so much like it. Wow. So watching it, I was like reminded, like, the people who are making video games in... Are us. Yeah, yeah we're, the exactly. people, we're the people who were watching these Every movies, yeah. and they were like, oh, that's how you make an action movie. That's how movie. you tell a fucking story. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. And, of course, it wouldn't be complete to talk about the characters of Flick without talking about the main attraction here, the actually nameless predator himself, uh-huh. uh, which I will I will definitely go on record as saying I think is one of the most sick characters character designs in movie history, yeah. period. Yeah. You know, uh, pop culture history, fucking not phenomenal. movies. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, put them up against that. anybody. In a, like, I yeah. feel like if you had a Knights of the Round Table mm-hmm. and Darth Vader's King Arthur, yeah, Predator sits at that table. Oh Absolutely yeah, for sure. So. I love the design of the character. I love that he is just decked out in the latest and greatest hunting gear that he got from like Patagonia, probably. You know, <laughs> yeah. But it's very minimal. It yeah. is. He's very loincloth. Uh, tribal, tribal like, very right? tribal, yeah. and I love yeah. that. I love the fact that you believe that, you know, he's his culture has a story. Yeah, yeah, exactly, know? exactly. You right. can, yeah, you got this combination too of like extreme sci-fi tech, and then just like uh, as, as minimal uh, clothing as as he can wear. So yeah. like he's got this great, uh, you know, invisibility. Yeah, armor. Shit, yeah, but then like. At the same time, he's not he's not giving himself too much of an advantage, which is actually a problem in later uh, Predator movies yeah. where they're wearing, like, all this armor and stuff, and right, it's like, yeah, well, this like, isn't well, even... It's not fair. Yeah, you're not, it's not a fair fight, and that's, like, one yeah. of the things about the Predator is that he wants a fair fight. Yeah, yeah exactly and it's, right. It's cool that, like, everything about the Predator is functional, and if uh-huh. it's not functional, he's not wearing it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. You yeah, know, I exactly. think that, I thought that I always thought that was that's a cool thing. Quote. One of my favorite things about the Predator in terms of how he's in this movie and stuff too is how the reveal of the character in all aspects is so slow. It is forty; it's like forty-four, forty-eight minutes in the mm-hmm. movie before we even see the cloaked form. Yeah, and then the first time we actually see him when he's like doctoring himself up in that tree, uh-huh. that's like almost an hour into the movie, yeah. and it's a split second. Yeah. You just kind of, well, you see the shots of, like, his hands and his arm and his med kit. The first time you get, like, some sight of what he might look like is, like, right after they've killed the... Do you count the glowing eyes? I just want to interrupt. Yeah, I guess the glowing eyes, that would be it. But, of course, we could all say that that's, like, a thermal camera or something. So it could be non He's taking a selfie. But right after they've, you know, uh, got the the gorillas, Russians, that are in the... (laughs) 
the Mexican yeah. jungle for some reason. <laughs> um, Are they, is, was it just, I forgot. They were speaking Russian. Yeah. It was, it was, Russian, was the yeah. Russian accurate, Steve? Yeah, it was. It was yeah. actually all right. Um, but they all, all they kept saying was, uh, who is this? And uh, basically, I'm getting out of here when they get in the, the helicopter. We get then the the heat vision again, but he he reaches out and you see his hand and he grabs the the, the scorpion, scorpion yeah. and looks at it and you can see his hand and see that his hand is Claw weird and, and stuff yeah swap back to the thermal and he, as yeah. he's looking at it yeah that's and who, i think i think part moment. of that too is is he was looking at that thing going these things i'm hunting were afraid of this uh-huh like yeah, i think like, he was why? looking at that like yeah, yeah like what, what is this thing supposed yeah. to do and i love too you know e- even again going back to 44 minutes before you see the cloaked form, about an hour till you see him in costume-like. And then it's damn, what, 15 minutes from the end of the movie before you see the thing's fucking face. Yeah, no, it's it's not even 15. It's, it's, uh, and that's a lore thing. There's six minutes left in the movie six when you see his face. when you face. see his face. And yeah. by the way, that, that face and the prosthetic and the moving mandibles and stuff one of the most impressive pieces of so suit in any movie Still of all time. Great. Still looks great. Still looks phenomenal. It, does. The, the, it was great. The, the, the mask and stuff is part of the lore. It was never okay. spelled yeah. out in the uh, in the film. Okay. Tell us about it. Uh, apparently, on their their home worlds, home planets, they're a little more nitrogen based. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. So, whatever the chemical balance is, allows them to have minimal amounts of time on our planet without really? without breathing. Oh, okay. So, so they that's can, like they, an they, apparatus. They could be here for. Mm. Some of the lore conflicts, but it's around yeah. fifteen to thirty minutes. Okay, with no Whoa. mask. Really, it's very very short amount. Mm-hmm. So that's almost like a like a breathing apparatus, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's, which is it's, why it's, it has all those air hoses. And yeah, yeah, it's like stuff. Psh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the stuff. second one, when he takes off his mask, you didn't see him later. He's he pulls up a breathing mask. Exactly, oh, he pulls true, up yeah. the breathing thing. And uh, I always interpreted the spaceship in the second one with the cloud of fog. Uh-huh. I didn't think that that was just like uh, ambiance for special effects i always interpreted that as like oh he he's got his 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 nitrogen yeah yeah pressurized in his cabin like yeah like we do in our airplanes or whatever yeah yeah so yeah just just random lore knowledge there for you guys (laughs) no problem this is a strange thing that we've just what are we we drinking this is a yeehaw gosa not a fan i I don't like it know about this it says it's a summertime summertime gosa yeehaw is from down the road in johnson city right i think so yeah I like their uh, their double IPA that they make. I drank a shit ton of that at Rhythm and Blooms it's, this year. You know what it is? Is It's got a little sour when you first taste it, but then when you swallow it, it tastes buttery. Yeah, the back Dude, half of it's not good. The I front half is say, really good. Yeah. The aftertaste is vaguely butterscotchy. Yeah. It has like a butterscotchy aftertaste. That is a weird combo. That's odd. Mm-hmm. That is unlike any Gosa that I think that I've ever had. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I feel about it. You're not a fan, though, Andy. You don't like it? I love Gosas. Yeah. I don't like the compound flavor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would want that butterscotch flavor with something like what I just had. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like if you put that with like a pale ale or an IPA or something, mm-hmm. yeah, right. something to take away from the hoppiness. Yeah. I would like that. But with uh, a goza, I kind of want that sour. Yeah. That's what I was just, assuming. Just give me just straight down when you the say pie. summertime sour. Yeah. Or I'm thinking goza, lemony. I'm th- and yeah. Stuff. I'm gonna think yeah. lemonade. I'm thinking something exactly. lemony yeah, for sure. So. Another thing that I really like about the Predator is how we get this slow reveal of all of his gear and stuff mm, too. Where uh-huh. you the toolkit, really, yeah, uh-huh. and it's like you don't really quite know the extent of his 
abilities. Like the first couple times, of course, we see the people that are skinned. Is the net the first piece of kit we see? I don't think on the screen. net is in this movie at all. I don't think he the gets net is in, in, the, 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 it's in two. I think the, he, there's the yeah yeah. I have the net confused yeah. with him just pulling the body up in the yeah yeah, in yeah, the yeah. trees. We the net him, is only in two. That's right. We see people getting hit by the, the by plasma the, the demon frisbee. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Which just makes like a whip crack noise. I just it noticed. does. It just sounds like a whip cracking, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out later that's coming from this shoulder cannon. Mm. And there's a scene later on when he's looking for Arnie. The frisbee's not in one. No, yeah, yeah not the yeah, throwing yeah. thing. It's yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the plasma sorry. caster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just meant that it was the blast looked frisbee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you see later on too. I thought this was just a cool and totally unnecessary touch. But later in the movie, when he's like looking for Arnie, he's like looking around for him. The the shoulder cannon like follows where yeah. it's tied to the working. helmet. It's uh-huh. cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they elaborate on that on the other movies mm. and heavily in the comics. I just so. like in this, it's totally unnecessary for them to make the additional servo motors and stuff to make that follower's head was going. It's really great. Yeah. They did because it's you pick awesome. up on it and be like, wow, it aims wherever he's looking. Yeah, uh, it's cool. Really I mean, we we got to talk about. The, I mean, this is a Stan Winston design. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Stan legendary Winston. Stan Winston. We talked. We talked about him when we did Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Go check that episode. You ever seen out. Pumpkinhead, Andy? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's not Charlie Brown. Great, no, great it's not. <laughs> it's got, <laughs> got Lance Henriksen in it. Lance Henriksen's so in there. I'm, I'm, I got nothing. You probably yeah. like it. I got it's no got, dukes. It's got some cool like southern stuff in there. Yeah, it's, it's like a southern. It's horror a, movie. it's, it's a southern cool. horror movie about uh, with with some southern down home witchery involved. Yeah. Oh, great, great creature. One of the yeah, best yeah. creature designs in movie history. I actually for sure. think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I got to meet Stan Winston when I was a little kid at a no con. Shit. Oh shit, that's cool. At a con, yeah. I used to go to, uh, as you guys can see here in my lovely studio, I have a plethora of 80s Nerd toys. Things. Nerd yeah, things. lots um, of G.I. Joe. Yeah, awesome stuff. 82 to 88 G.I. Joe is my drug. Um, <laughs> that said, I, I went to uh, a couple of the cons, and 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 one was in Asheville, mm-hmm. and uh, I, th- I think he was there doing a signing, and I want to say um, Boba Fett was there. Okay. Uh, oh, right. okay. God, what's his name? Mr. Fett. I see his <laughs> face. He's actually an older cat with white hair. Even when he paid Bo- played Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was there. And it was just one of those things like, went to the con, you paid for the signing or whatever. This uh-huh. was years ago, obviously. Wow. Is Stan still alive? Um, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, this is Stan Winston's design. And cool little story about this. <laughs> he had just been, he had just worked on Terminator and Aliens. Yeah. He was flying with... James Cameron uh-huh. and just drawing some some ideas for the Predator, and uh, James Cameron said, "You know, I always thought mandibles are yeah. really creepy." Yeah, yeah. So he slapped some mandibles some on exo it. Exo jaws. That's where that's because it was the small mouth. Yeah, it was originally just the small, just mouth. the small mouth. Really? Yeah. Because if you look at the mask, the mask drops down. Yeah, totally. And that's like the original aesthetic, huh? And then the mandibles. Yeah, kind of fold up around. Mm-hmm. Without the mandibles, it would have been far less. Yeah, creepy. No doubt, so J- James Cameron threw in some ideas. Nice. It also yeah. would have been far less creepy if they would have went with the original test design for the monster. Oh, with the long like neck. It looked, it looked horrible. It, it kind of looked, looked like, like a praying mantis kind of. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Did you never see it? I I know that they originally like had it so that the legs were like 
reversed. It was kind of red looking. It, yeah, and he was supposed Google to be like dude, a it looked like 10 a damn, to 12 feet tall or something. Really it looked like a damn Power Rangers villain. It, <laughs> it looked like a big foam suit, which is what it was. But it was very Lord importantly. Lord Zed would be upset with him for it was failing. A, it was a big Rita. foam suit. Rita would not like it. Repulsa. No. <laughs> but that suit did contain Jean-Claude Van Damme. At one point. Yeah. He was originally There's in the an urban movie. myth that he wanted to kick and that's why they removed you like it's like seriously like like one of the Can urban the alien do a kick one of the urban legends is like he was trying to put in a spin kick yeah and like they were like it's not, it's not that thing. kind of movie john and also they i mean when they put him next to all the other he's actors tiny. he's tiny he's a little dude yeah he's not very tall and they i mean arnold 62 the the predator himself is 72 like and and he's just about a, I'd say six inches taller than the chief. Yeah, the big Billy. Yeah. Like Billy's huge. They yeah, play the size up a lot to in, in the movie. To interject as far, it's not interjecting too far, but I, it's size related. So yeah, stay yeah. with okay. me, guys. Me, um, well, one of the Universal Halloween Horror Nights, they did uh, Alien and Predator. No shit. And that the was the house first year. Awesome. Yeah, they did a whole house around it, and we went and we had a blast. It was one of our favorite houses. The house started with. Uh, Walking in, and they had the alien, uh, the the marine tank from Aliens yeah. there, and then you saw, you heard the, and then like the oh, red dots walking no around. Way. So you go through the marine base, aliens are everywhere, and then finally when the predator arrives, these big carcasses are there, and the guys that were doing the 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 characters, the cast mm-hmm. or whatever, they were all required to be seven feet without armor on. Holy without shit. The costume. And when they showed up, they had, it was the year that the, the Adrian Brody film came out. Yeah, yeah. And the big scare at the end of the house, they had scares throughout it, you know, and you see them and stuff, face huggers popping up and all that oh, stuff. Oh, man, awesome. that's But at sick. the end of it, when they finally showed it, I'm trying to keep it short, they finally <laughs> showed it, uh, the guy shows up and it was laughable. Oh, like no. he was so big. <laughs> You're just like, it was like, oh. I mean, everybody's on. terrified, but as a mega fan, I was like happy. Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy is enormous. Damn. <laughs> like, and they had the cannon on him, and it moved, and like it was incredibly. They done. went the whole so nine yards. If anybody has a chance to go to those Halloween Horror Nights at uh, Universal, go to them. They're really good. And I don't know that they've ever done the Predator since then, but it was That's great. Badass. It was. They had two or three predators throughout it and then a ton of aliens but when they finally showed the one with the uh the jaw on the helmet yeah and at the end of the it's like how do you cast that guy looking for a guy that must be seven five yeah. yeah it's like all right there's eight people in the united <laughs> states that can play him and four of them are playing for the nba yeah exactly like, maybe seven three with lifts it's crazy <laughs> but yeah like i think they all had to be well over seven feet without the costume on. That's awesome. That's insane. That's so cool. It was really cool. So back to the height thing. I'm so sorry I interjected. No, no. Oh, that's no. That, that's the kind of stuff this fucking show thrives <laughs> yeah, on, dude. For real. But one of the things, too, that I really caught on to this time when I was watching the movie is how, uh, uh, you know, of course, the, the Predator, he's this alien. He's huge. He's got these crazy gadgets and stuff like this. He seems so foreign and unrelatable, yet so many of his characteristics and tactics and actions are identical to those of actual hunters on earth yeah his use of camouflage to blend in with his surroundings to be unseen by his prey mm-hmm. that's something that fucking perching in a tree perching to be in able a to tree. watch his quarry yeah. uh just sport hunting going to a foreign destination yeah we see that kind of thing all the time just looking for trophies yeah exactly trophy taking is another mm-hmm. thing so this is something that i was thinking about as well as like okay 
uh, I was talking to Kate about this because we both watched it, and she was like, how come he he didn't take everybody's skulls? That's kind of an inconsistency. He skinned those guys and left them hanging up, but he takes Billy's skull and he takes some of the other skulls. I think that, again, hunters do similar things. Hunters will catch a rabbit and skin it. Yeah. Hunters will then take a very valuable prey that they capture cut the head off and mount it as a trophy. Yeah, yeah. I think that the predator in this is kind of unsaid, but I think that he only takes the skulls and spines and covets the corpses of his most valued prey. Yeah, the ones he respects the most. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas I think he saw so these Bill, like... I mean, yeah. obviously. Well, and uh, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura as well. Yeah. He steals his body anyway, back from yeah, the camp. One yeah. one. And, but whereas the guys that were in the helicopter, they're just some fucking good. CIA yeah. scrubs. They weren't. Yeah. There was an easy fight. You just they're fucking the skinned them. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, ten full hats going on. Get Uh-oh. me. This is Get one of the me. main points oh, no. I want to bring up. Yeah. So if you buy into the predator has been around for uh, for centuries, been coming yeah. coming to Earth forever. Obviously, in Predator Two, we see that with uh, Adelini's pistol, Raphael Adelini's mm-hmm. pistol. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the things that I like to think about in that aspect is not from a, not from uh, the audience perspective, but from the lore perspective, is that hunters do that in our culture because they learned it from watching the predators. Wow, yeah. Jesus! So yeah. total tenfold hats, but like every yeah. way that we hunt, it's because you're we saying we learn from them. We learn from them. Like they were hunting. I learned it by Aztecs watching you, predator. <laughs> yeah. So like all of the the thing with like the, they would come and be worshipped as gods and civilization. Yeah, and, yeah. and they would get share some technology or at mm. least architecture or whatever, mm. and yeah. all that stuff would be happening. Cool. It's like well, you watch the evolution of modern hunters. Uh, it's because the predators, predators were the best hunters. So that's yeah. not like. That's my little pretend thing that I like to think about. I like about. that. That's yeah. a cool idea. Where yeah. like you could trace you could trace this back to like they came here during fucking ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia. And well, shit. you look at what the predator fights with. This is an ancient warrior. He fights with a spear. Yeah, yeah. You know, he fights with uh, projectiles. And if you look at like uh, feudal Japan and throwing stars, yeah, yeah, they're hand sized versions of the predator disc. Uh-huh. Obviously, they didn't have the technology to come back. But there's like a lot this. of things that's like. So in other words, you're saying like you could look at the predator's tools and be like, oh, they were based on human things. You're saying it's the other I'm way saying around. it's the yeah, other way around, around because I like that. Yeah, that's well, cool. When you look at like the 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 lore that was acknowledged in the films with AVP, that's why I put that one so high. Yeah, because it establishes that they were here before civilization, yeah. and they've ended civilization, and they've allowed it to come back. And you know, it's like I, I really think that's an important part of the the the, the film series and the predator in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. To tie to your hunter thing. That's that's, that's the way I like to watch it. And when you watch it again, think about that, and you're like, oh snap, dude. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's awesome. So, the lore of this, like, because we were talking about this before, yeah, I, yeah. I had already been reading about it, but I, like, th- it goes so deep. The comics and the books and that's stuff, so great. I only ever perused the comics. I never yeah, owned the Dark any Horse of them. comics. Exactly, yeah, man. <clears throat> I never owned any of them. One of the cool things that came out with the NECA toys is they would have the lore on the back, and they got some of those Dark Horse guys to write some. Oh, mm-hmm. sick! The, one of my favorite pieces of lore tying to the pistol uh, for the listeners out there: go watch Predator Two. At the end of Predator Two, Danny Glover gets the sucker shot. He doesn't actually honorably kill the Predator, yeah. but he does yeah. kill him. Whatever. And the elders show up, led by a clan elder, and uh, the clan el- elder pulls out a pistol from the 1700s and hands it to Danny, and it's got Raphael Adelini on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that clan elder 
the, they did a comic book about that clan elder and that pistol That's cool. story. Shit. And the story is the clan elder is uh, comes into the Caribbean and this pirate's just like cleaning house with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. He's, just, he's just whipping everybody around and uh, he's got his crew and they're storming this fortress and all this stuff. And he's obviously the alpha of the of the scene. Uh-huh. Um, the predator's hunting him, starts hunting the people around him. Yeah. And finally he gets him down and then right as he's about to kill him, his the and it's Raphael. Raphael's crew uh, has a mutiny and okay. turn on him. Well, instead of killing him, the predator drops down, decloaks, and is gonna get his back. Yeah. <laughs> so those two guys That's fight awesome. off like the whole crew of the ship. That's so basic. And then, like, there's obviously mass confusion. But Raphael knows that this guy. It's like there's no spoken things between them. There's mm-hmm. none of the I want some candy. There's none of the, yeah, like, the yeah. predator mm-hmm. talking like a human. None of that's happening. Um. And so, once everybody has been slain at the at Raphael's blade and Predator's blade, yeah, um, they turn around, and the Predator like takes off his gun and like extends his claws, and Raphael knows that it's like okay, it's me and him. Now it's you right and me, as, dude. Right as they're about to to engage, Raphael's either stabbed through the back or shot in the back. Oh. one of the guys that's still barely alive. Yeah, and he was the Predator was robbed of his most honorable oh, hunt. Man. Yeah. He takes the pistol off of Raphael, and that's how it ends. That's and so cool. that pistol, it says Raphael Adelini, yeah. said that's the pistol that's given to Danny Glover at the end of Predator Man. 2. And so with that said, all of the sequels were botched because yeah. we could have had the Predator through the exactly. ages. Give me that. You could have had Pirate Predator. You could have had Pirate, pirate Predator. Predator. That's, that's that I'm story. Predators of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that story, literally. Yes. And, and that was in the, the comics. I can't remember if it was... I think IDW had the comic line okay. for a while, yeah, and yeah. Dark Horse had it for a, the, the a long, long run that we yeah. all remember. I can't remember where it falls. The art but the, there's so many options there. Sparta, yeah. Feudal Japan, yeah. Egypt. We were like talking earlier about like how Predators endless. could have always been watching Earth and finding the cultures that produced the fiercest warriors throughout history. Genghis Khan. Dude, right. I, I'm telling Scotland. you, though, like a Predator, Great. You know, a predator going to gladiatorial times... Uh-huh. And finding like the fiercest gladiator that just was unstoppable and fucking kill anything and everybody. And well, the we all know that's like, Russell Crowe. It's Russell yeah, Crowe, obviously. But you know the fact that the predator would be then trying to fight that guy and, and the prey on him and like, stuff. There's so many options, man. Yeah, and then you think about like character building and how many times you could have the depth that we have with like Mac and all these guys. You could have uh-huh. them in every different civilization. Yeah. they don't have to be A-list actors. It's like yeah. The scene in in the Adrian Brody movie that's like so great is the Yakuza gangster Fuck standing yeah, in, the, in, in the in the tall grass and the God, moons in the background. It's like, yep. it's like, give me more of that. Give me that. that. Yeah. I want to see predators fighting other kinds of warriors. Uh huh. You could do the the problems like like I said, the thing that we could have done in Predators is the clan versus clan of that the would Predators. Have been great. Like, there's a lot of really lit rich storytelling and yeah. history and 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 lore around the character itself that gets scraped over in, yeah. in every movie besides one and two yeah. and i feel like two does a great job of conveying what the predator is and mm-hmm. his culture and what he's about it really does expand it does on the first great one job. It does. Yeah. Yeah. and and that moment of the clan elder handing uh uh danny glover and and the point is that clan elder, that was one of his first hunts. 
in mm-hmm, the comic cool. book. Yeah. So that's like way before he was the big boss that he is at Predator 2. And obviously he's, you know, hundreds of years old. Yeah. And him handing that gun is the key to every Predator sequel you would ever want to make. Yeah. Absolutely. We've opened up time travel. You can go yeah. anywhere yeah. in history Predator with Predator. Ages, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even the fact that they love they love a balmy climate. I'd love to see a Predator come to like Viking age. Yeah. And have to be like suited up and all kinds oh, of heavy yeah. gear, gear and stuff. Yeah. That like, would to be suit great. the environment and shit. World that War awesome. II? Dude, fighting in the trenches with like these like mega assassins that have killed like 300 people and stuff. Predator's <laughs> like, I want to fight that guy. He's formidable. Come what, on. What if just at the end of any movie that involved warriors overcoming Predator something? shows up. Predator, Predator shows, shows up. up. Yeah. The sequel is them versus Predator. Well, yeah. It was pretty great the way Ed <laughs> Boon, um, for those that don't know, Ed Boon is the uh, creator of Mortal Kombat, yeah, NetherRealm yeah. Studios and all that stuff. When they, boom, 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 when boom, they boom, integrated boom. Predator into their storyline, uh-huh. it was awesome. Yeah, because yeah. he, he the was like, greatest, dude. This, he's been watching the, the tournament for a so far. Cool. These are the world. This is Earth's mightiest, you know, baddest dudes. And he's like, "All right, I'm in." Yeah, you know. Dude, and he's not in the tournament in. legit. Yeah, he just shows up to cause like that's the great thing that 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 the predator character has yeah. and why he brings so many people a lot of joy. It's like no matter what's going on, he's like, "All right, you guys are tough. Let me in on it." Yeah, I'm doubling. I'm in, on board for know? the challenge. I mean, so. a, a scale of one to ten, the end of Infinity War, Thanos is sitting on his farm. Predator shows Predator up. Predator shows up. Or just the I'm three on dots Ten. come across Thanos' head. <laughs> yeah. The end. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no. So cool. Yeah, so there's endless potential for sequels that I really, really wish people would take advantage of. Well, just the history thing. Just give me that, dude. Yeah. You did it in two. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to know some of that. I mean, I'm going to look it up. Who did two? Who wrote it? And stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Jim Thomas and John Thomas did one and two. Oh, oh great. Same yeah. so, so it was their deal to bring yeah. the pistol in and say, this guy's been here forever. Uh-huh. The, the, the trophy cool. wall was great in two. Mm-hmm. It shows that this guy goes everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you said with the hunters uh, on Earth, we, we want jackrabbits, but now we will do a grizzly bear rug or a fully stuffed tiger. Exactly, yeah. you know, man. It's like, that's what... Trophies. That's what, yeah. And uh, it, it the Predators just... I mean, he's... the. He's the best. Yeah, he's is. the best hunter. It's real interesting. Uh, apparently, these guys, uh, Jim and John, I didn't find out if they were brothers or, or lovers. Not sure. Hmm. Maybe brothers, maybe lovers. Brother lover. Brother lovers. <laughs> Brother lovers. Um, they were at a Hollywood party. This was shortly after Rocky Four had come out, okay. and somebody made the joke that if they made another Rocky movie, Rocky would have to fight an alien from space. Because who, like... He's he's cured communism. Like yeah. he yeah. fixed everything. Yeah. Um. And so they thought it was funny and went home and wrote it. This Holy is shit. seriously one hundred percent. Everybody out there, if you're creative, if you have a stupid idea, just do it. It's Follow not that through. stupid. It yeah. doesn't have yeah. like it doesn't matter if in the end it doesn't become Predator. It might. Yeah. Like yeah. you might make Predator. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That always should be your motivation. Yeah. I might make Predator. I might make predator. When you wake up in the morning, <laughs> those are the words that you should look in the mirror and say to yourself, 100%. I might make Predator. The most powerful four words in the English language, <laughs> I might make Predator. I might make Predator today. It Five. Go- it goes Five. back. <laughs> it's it, you know, an uh, an artistic thing like Ben and I make music and yeah. for for a living it's mm-hmm. like you think about the execution of something and the initial idea. 
yeah. When yeah, you yeah. say the initial idea of Predator, it's ridiculous. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. It's like comes from space and kills a bunch of men. Yeah, and hunts yeah. people. Yeah. A bunch of super badass buff dudes. Yeah, and but when you see the execution and the care and the development of great cinematography yeah great uh-huh. direction great uh-huh. art direction uh-huh. uh delivery of guys that there's not that many spoken lines in predator it yeah. really is really. light it, on on dialogue the last 20 minutes especially almost it's almost silent it's very efficient yeah. dialogue and it's great because it makes things believable it gives a lot of depth everything we've been praising when we've been doing the yeah. breakdown of the characters one-on-one yeah. and it's like well, now I'm totally believing that this alien yeah. exists and he uh-huh. showed up and he's going to fight Rocky. Yeah, and this I'm is totally how into it. You he's made Predator yeah. and I'm d- shut up and take my money. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and when you apply that to your life, like you were saying, like we're all joking about it, laughing about it, but it's like care about what you're doing. Yeah. And then it's not silly. Yeah. Even if it's silly. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's like Catapult. I mean, it's like the song with the jet fighter or whatever. Yeah, yeah on your same. new record. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, you know, you're exactly right. If man. you're if you're out there and you're thinking about diving into content creation of any kind, whether that be video game streaming or a podcast or mm-hmm. album or movie making or whatever, the idea is only as bad as your execution. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. Because it would have been so easy for this movie to Botched. fucking suck. It could have been uh, what was the the horror movie the the grim not the the. The, the critters, the, the critters. Uh-huh. Yeah, it could be critters. <laughs> it could have been critters. Yeah, it yeah. really would. It could have been critters. And <laughs> there's so many great iconic scenes in this flick. I feel like almost every scene in this movie is memorable in some way. But what when I when you're thinking about like, your favorite scenes from this movie, what's the first ones that come to mind for you guys? Uh, that montage where, uh, I mean, there are two montages where they're setting up traps. Yeah, yeah. But that second one where it's Arnold pulling by the trees down. Oh, the one with Arnold. Yeah. The Home Alone 2 scene. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's, I mean, Home Alone owes everything to Predator. Absolutely, it does. <laughs> yeah, that is fantastic. And he's like, you've seen him the whole movie with all his super high-tech weapons and guns yeah. and stuff. And he figures out the way to beat this thing is just to go back to Wood. the fucking primitive. Yeah. primitive. I'm got to cover myself in mud. I mean, he kills him by sticks. crushing him with a big log. Yeah, like, dude. That's, he doesn't kill him by doing that's that. True. Yeah, he that's true. He doesn't true. kill him. He, he defeats, defeats him. him by yeah. Doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is an awesome scene. What's mm-hmm. one of your favorite scenes, Wood? Gosh, I would say it's a tie between the first time he is completely decloaked and he's getting ready to heal himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's got the... Oh, man, it's so cool. And he's just, like, taking everything off. I think that, and I have to say, man, uh, Max moment where he gets about 15 minutes of screen time and it's the whole, I see you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it goes from that to, like, him actually running... Home to all Sally. I'm happy. Bill for speed. Oh, yeah, like, oh, man. That's, like, Matt 15 minutes. Of that's movie, that yeah. moment, like... Post Blaine's death, where Mac gets to steal the spotlight for a second, yeah, it's really great. Absolutely, I, so. I really want to know if if uh, that like what was going on in that scene was written because or he was just because yeah, yeah, like he because yeah, yeah. he's running up like an incline that would wear you out in seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he starts ripping off that jacket because he's like, I'm fucking hot, yeah, but I'm gonna this. keep doing this because I know rolling. this is gonna look great. Seems yeah. real. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's what about really the good. the tree clearing scene? God, that's so dude, cool. <laughs> have has anything ever been more badass than these dudes 
unloading at nothing. Yeah, yeah. they're just shooting. How oh, they're shooting at something. How yeah, do you make something so sick when they're not actually hitting it? It's a bunch of guys shooting at trees. It and lasts, it's the most badass scene you've ever it seen. It really is. And it lasts a longer it time than you expect it to. Time. It, I think one of the key things that if you're looking at it from a full directional breakdown mm. is it's not all guys standing up in a line firing. No. It it ends that way. Yeah. yeah. It's one guy firing, another guy. We by that point we've established these guys are blood brothers. Yeah, exactly. And we yeah. believe we're already buying the fact that they are going to the gates of hell with, yeah. with each other. Yeah, squad. yeah. Like they, like that, that's yet again tip of the hat to the the director and the writing and everything. Yeah. Like yeah. they make you believe that. And when the first guy starts shooting. The second guy starts shooting, and then they, everybody else starts hearing the shooting, and they're just like, "I gotta go get my buddies yeah. back." And That's by the end of that. it, yeah. it's like now they're all there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not it's it's cheesy and it's not cheesy at, at the same time because you believe that like I trust you so much. Yep. That I'm shooting in your direction. Yeah. That's exactly what I got out of it this time that I watched it. I was like, man, this is actually. It's like, yeah, it's a bunch of fucking ripped up dudes shooting machine guns at trees. But it doesn't start that way. But, no. but really what it is, is it's one guy thinking that he knows what's going on and all these other dudes that are just, you know, in his fucking faith. crew mm-hmm. having faith in him. Yeah, exactly. And being like, I don't even know what we're fucking shooting at. They don't walk up and go, Mac, what are you shooting at? Yeah, they Mac, don't. Mac, what's the story? Until it's, it's no all questions. over and then just like the, the coolest thing is they all run out of bullets Mac is still holding out, that like trigger. the, the minigun still spinning. Yeah. yeah. And it's just silent, and he lets it go, and it's silent. And then finally, somebody's like, What were we shooting at? Yeah, exactly. So, what's they got each other's back that much. Uh-huh. Man. What's interesting about that to take that to the next level is that, uh, yet again, tinfoil hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, get it. Put them on. Uh, what's interesting is that at the end of that, we're led to believe that Mac has lost it. Mm-hmm. He snaps. He seems unglued, yeah. And nobody wants to acknowledge it in the crew. Yeah. And finally, Mac breaks the silence to Dutch, and he says, 11,000 rounds. Nothing should have lived. And it's like, yeah. it's like, you know he's not crazy. He knows that it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And, and I thought that buildup and that awkwardness of the whole team not wanting to say, Mac, you you lost it, man. Blaze yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. It's over, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it comes back around, and then Mac ends up being the guy that's like, able, he knows to, what's able up. to hunt him. Yeah. Man. He just couldn't kill him, you know? Yeah. And I think it's just, it's a, every time I watch it, it becomes more of a movie about Mac. Totally, man. <laughs> you know, every single time I watch it, I'm like, that's dang, a, man. That's a good way of seeing it. Like, yeah. And the first time that you know the caliber of action movie you're dealing with is, of course, the scene where they lay waste to the gorilla encampment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Effortlessly, dude. Yeah, they know just, what they're doing. They're you know, a well-oiled machine. Six, six or seven motherfuckers that take out this entire operation—just mm. no big deal. I think that's the flaw in Predator Two. Yeah, hmm. we don't have that well-oiled machine. No. Like the LA yeah. police force is getting screwed over by the Colombians and the uh, was it the Rustafarians or Rust- they, yeah, there oh, was yeah, a yeah, Jamaican yeah. gang, yeah, and a Colombian Jamaican gang, gang. And Colombian gang. They're all you know making the cops look like idiots. And they do. They come off as idiots a lot of the and, time. And, yeah. and 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 yeah. And uh, who's the guy that's in uh, Weird Science? That's the oh, uh, oh yeah 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 died recently. We, yeah died recently. He's great, great Bill actor. Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, his character just like makes it very silly and stuff and kind of plays the the Hawkins character uh-huh. in not a great way. Yeah. And there's none of that other like believability of badassery yeah. that exists in Predator 2 that like 
we've yet to see since the OG Predator. Well, that's like true. Like we just hadn't got there yet in the sequels. How do y'all feel like the special effects in this movie are aging? They still look great. I think they still. Look There's only good. one moment where it looks a little squirrely, and that's yeah. when the foot, when the predator's foot hits the log, and it shakes it a seems, little bit. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't. Touch. It's a little rubbery, and yeah. and and I, I said this earlier. Uh, it's just because at that moment, Tom, to do all the pneumatics and stuff to make the the toes curl, curl over yeah. the yeah. the Impossible. log, like that wasn't yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, as far as like put this movie on a budget and like look at what they spent and then look at how it holds up to star wars phantom menace fuck me dude the phantom bi- menace looks like a joke compared to this yeah exactly the budget of this was 18 million dollars 18 million that's it mm-hmm. now what's the dollar conversion from 18 million in 1987 to uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the 18 million was in today's dollars so was, no way yeah. wow that's so it was up. so cheap shoestring that Shoestring. is crazy. I, I mean, that's why you have so few guys, but that's also why. It's and that's so pre great. Arnold. That's pre yeah. Arnold T two. Yeah, well, he he had done the first Terminator, so that was like his sort of like solidification as an action star. Yeah. But no and speaking or few speaking lines. Few in speaking yeah, lines yeah. in in Terminator, and and uh, it was this movie I think that really made it so that people saw that like. Oh, he's like a real genuine badass action yeah. star. Yeah. And he can deliver some Yeah, he acting. delivers the lines in this. Yeah, yeah he's delivering. Well. Like, like, like I man. said, you believe that you, you believe that Dutch is afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. you look at him you're like that guy's not afraid of anything, you know? It's like but no, he he's really afraid important. of this. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. Yeah, the the fist fight scene, he's he's legit running yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Trying to just grab branches and hit him and yeah. shit. Like he is he is looking for any way to get away from it. And him. that's cool too that it goes back to like the predator's sense of honor. He's got down to this level. He's not gonna call in an airstrike from his spaceship yeah, or anything. Exactly. It's like he's gonna fight this guy on the fist fight level. I mm-hmm. think it like solidifies the badassery of the predator yeah. and, the, uh-huh. and the honor and thing. The honor, exactly. And I think one of my favorite special effects in the movie is whenever Dylan gets killed by the predator and he blows his arm off. And mm-hmm. see that arm fall, and it's still got the finger on the trigger, and it's in slow motion. Yeah. It looks awesome, <laughs> Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. so cool, yeah. Very Special effects in this. Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. very, very much so. It looks like a panel. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that does look like that. Um, I think the special effects have held up great. I think that the, the cloaking image and stuff is ultra iconic. Mm-hmm. And still looks good. It still does. Looks it really good. does. Like, the cloak still looks awesome. That, yeah. was, a, that was a film and lens effect that... They did. That's insane. Yeah, that's that not insane. computers. That's insane. It looks so great. And I hope that in future Predator flicks, including the one that's on the horizon here, I yep. hope that it's done in that manner. Yeah. Like, give us they the practical. Yeah. The practical is always better. Yeah. I should mention, in case you guys don't know, that this is directed by John McTiernan, director of Die Hard. Oh, really? No shit. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I put two and two together for that. I, I didn't get that yeah. either. So that's two of my most favorite action films. So this guy ever. rules. But he definitely rules. Yeah, he does. Wow. I mean, he, he does how I, to put together an action I, I wouldn't say that the guy rules, though, because he is in jail currently for <laughs> oh, shit. Some, some not great shit. But really? he didn't murder anybody. That's, he doesn't that's good. rule, but his directional He's filmmaking direct- skills are awesome. He can awesome. fucking direct a goddamn film. <laughs> there we Clarify, go. Radio edit. That. Put the radio <laughs> edit in. He also directed Hunt for Red October, Last Incredible. Action Hero, Jeez. and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Last Action wow. Hero had Big Die Gun Hard on the sequel. soundtrack. It's is, awesome. Is Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, That's Simon the Samuel Says? Jackson. Yeah, uh, Sam Jackson. Yeah. No, not yeah. Sam Jackson. Simon Says. Is that the villain? Simon Says to do this. I think so. Hans Gruber's brother. 
I think. I think so. I'm it's not been, God, it's been I love that one, that. whichever one that is. Yeah. There's a taxi and stuff in it. Maybe Simon, it, Simon didn't say that the bomb is. You know, it's all that stuff. <laughs> what about the soundtrack to Predator? Yeah, mm. I think it's good. It's Alan not Sylvester. super in the way. Alan Sylvester did a great job. I thought it was. Re- I thought it was really great. I think yeah. the uh, the fact that the soundtrack doesn't exist in one of my favorite musical moments, and that's Max singing yeah. "Long Doll Sally." Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's like he he's right on the verge of losing it, but somehow keeps his cool in the whole movie. You know, yeah. and when yeah. he starts singing that, it's like, oh yeah, we heard that in the chopper. That's you know? the thing. I'm such a moron that I just realized that the reason that he's singing that is because like, they were listening. Yeah, to like it this really. last time that I watched it, I'm like, oh, that's what they were listening to on the chopper. And it makes uh-huh. you. It, it, it's like that untold thing that you believe that that's their hype song. Yeah, right. They go on. That's their intro music. That's their yeah, yeah. Be, dude. yeah, yeah, that's their, thing. Yeah. That's their <laughs> intro music. And uh, he just reverts to that. Like, I do my job. That's that's my intro mm-hmm. music. I gotta I gotta sing my intro music. And while I do my job, he comes the closest to to snagging Predator. He and, does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Sylvester score though is like I mean that opening theme whenever um you know they're coming in on the chopper yeah it's it's always stuck in my head yeah it's, it's just like so perfect and so good and you know if it if it sounds at times because at times it sounded to me like Back to the Future it's because Alan That's Sylvester cause he did also that too. did Back to the Future so. At times it gets that Back to the Future. Sometimes it's a little Indiana Jones. Yeah, like there's a little bit of bump, bump. Yeah, yeah. But a like at times, the 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 Predator theme, just like yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's great. so, so great, man. It's so great. The pacing of this movie is is one of my favorite aspects about it. It's about an hour forty long, uh-huh. but it just whizzes by, and I find that it is a perfect three act movie. Yeah. The first yeah. act of the movie is a it's like a Tom Clancy story. It's you know, light political espionage, guys in the jungle, military stuff. The second act, and this is why it's on a horror podcast, the second act of the movie is a slasher movie. Yeah, it's just a slasher movie. It's an unseen mm-hmm. killer one by one taking out the characters. Is inter- that that's Jason. That's our, Freddy. That's our introduction all of them. to Predator is a is a POV shot. That's Every slasher movie, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, Going back to Halloween, even. Yeah, yeah. He he picks off each one of them individually till yeah. he's down to the final girl, I guess. Yeah, and this, and this is final boy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and Arnold, much like a final girl, has his moment where he finally gets the villain. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's the straight structure <laughs> of a horror movie. The irony of that is literally in the movie. The Predator has the last laugh. He does. Oh, damn, he does, doesn't he? He does. And it's creepy as shit. It's literally. Like they, like, <laughs> and it goes back to their, they're, they're so ashamed of defeat uh-huh. that that's why they have their, their wrist things, their bombs built in. They can't yeah. stand the idea yeah. of, of going back to the clan without a trophy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Again, there's so much honor in the Predator clan. Yeah. It's such a fucking sick movie. I can't say enough about it. Easily one of my all-time favorite flicks. Easily one of my favorite Arnie flicks. Mm-hmm. Might be my favorite Arnold movie. I don't know. Uh, T2. T2 might be my favorite. Do you guys have favorite Arnold movies? I, I love T2 until I see Predator, and I'm like, ah, Predator. Yeah, yeah Predator's better, I think. It's like, my favorite. Better character development. Better. And, and looking back on the Arnold <laughs> movies that I loved as a kid, 
I still like Running Man. Also, Running Man's it's Jesse the Body Ventura in there, etc. But like, uh, I, I still like Commando, which I loved because of my crush on Alyssa Milano. Well, of course. But Predator's a goddamn it's it's great, a movie. great movie. Movie. Like you yeah. could have swapped the acting. Of, you could have swapped the casting, and and if everything would have been the same, it's still great. Yep. Yeah. It could still be, would be a comic book. Could be a book. One hundred percent. It's good. Yeah, it it's really just is. good storytelling, and it's good. Good uh, as as Uncle Ben says, "Show me, don't tell me." Show me, don't mm-hmm. tell me. Yeah. Now, at the end of our our reviews here, we always like to give everything a score on a scale of a, of a one to ten. Why don't you kick us off, Steve? Where are you rating this thing? <sighs> okay, so uh, great script. Yeah, uh, really sets up my perception that this is a horror movie by making you feel like you're not at a horror movie right yeah the people in this movie don't know they're in a horror movie no they have no idea right um the the direction is great it's action john john mctiernan's action directing is always awesome yeah i we talked about this the diehard episode about how he is real good at orienting you yeah you always know where you are and that's the cool thing about this jungle is that jungle immediately you're like lost yeah Mm -hmm. isolated and lost yeah but with these guys you never feel like you're lost because they're never lost right they're always like going in a direction right and so like he orients you by uh drawing you into the character's head yeah Yeah. the character knows what he's doing yeah Yeah. so you don't feel lost yeah and that's great uh music's great cinematography's awesome everything's played well the special effects are awesome I to me this movie, uh, I think some of it of course is my nostalgia for it, but this movie's a ten. Yeah, it's top. I agree with everything upper that you echelon. said, and I'll even say I say it without the nostalgia factor. Uh huh. As again, yeah, I you had, are a late bloomer. Yeah, that's right. So it's like that's I can say that this is not one of those that just nostalgia makes you like it more than you should. Yeah. it's an immaculately put together movie. Again, like look, tell me any other action movie that has. A squad of characters like this that are that memorable character by character, name by name. Right. You know, uh, I love pretty much everything about this. I will watch this movie fucking anytime. It's a ten for me. It's Boom. a ten. Uh, outside of everything you guys have said about the movie itself, it opened the door to uh, some of the greatest extended, expanded universe content and yeah. all of pop culture. Right. Yeah. Expanded. I, I really co- want to read universe some more of this. Yeah. Great, man. Like. Killer. And uh, very rarely do you have something do that that's not already, gosh, licensed by Lucasfilm or Marvel. Right. Or yeah. Something. Exactly. That's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, this this thing came on the scene in '87, and by Predator Two, you'd already had expanded universe. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know when all this stuff started kicking off, but gosh, through the '90s, when there wasn't Predator films, we were getting video games and storylines and comic books mm-hmm. and action figures. It's like that's. That tells you what Content it machine. did, yeah. you know, yeah. because people couldn't get enough, and I still to this day I can't get enough of like what makes that that race of of uber galaxy hunters mm-hmm. like tick. It's like it's the best. So I mean, outside of everything you guys said, I give it a hundred. I'll tell you what. One more one more thing about this. This is super cool that you'll like even more. Do you know who has an uncredited credit as the voice of the predator? Who it is? The voice of fucking Optimus Prime from the classic cartoon. Oh, what? Um, what's what is his I name? just watched Peter the uh, Cull- yep. Cullen. Cullen. Yeah, Peter Cullen. Yeah. He. J- I just watched the uh, Transformers episode of Toys That Made Us. 
Oh, oh dude, yes. wasn't it awesome? That's a good one. Awesome. It's so, good. It's so awesome, and he's great. Um, so, yeah, he's the guy that kind of came up with the idea for the chittering and all kinds mm. of other stuff. So he is uncredited. We didn't, in, in the, the sound effects, we didn't give enough credits. Oh, that noise, dude. To what the Predator sounds like. It, yeah. it, it's like a combination of jungle cats and it's other. It's jungle cat, yeah. for sure. Just a little cicada in there. It's crazy. And I like the fact that he's reptilian in look, but they didn't give him, like, hissing or yeah. anything yeah. like that. Nothing, it's like, like, snake-like or yeah, anything. Yeah, it's like I, the, the jungle cat thing makes, I mean. Sick. That's the sickest. How are we feeling about the previews for the new one? Are we excited or not? I'm excited because Shane Black's directing it. That's the most. I like Shane Black's movies. But, um, I mean. Big, big predator, like we were saying earlier. That's the thing that turns me off. Like, I love the idea of, okay, if we're going to go down the avenue and make it government versus predator, let's expand on the Gary Busey. Yeah, uh, moment in Predator Two. Okay, CIA versus Predator. Let's just get it out of the way, and we're gonna make that movie. Uh-huh. I'll get on board with that. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay. in. Uh huh. Giving you my money. All right. We don't need a bigger Predator. Don't need no, a bigger predator. doesn't make him bigger. Doesn't make him more better. Like, a seven foot tall Predator is huge. That's yeah. enough. And the way enough. this is gonna go down is not. I'm just terribly afraid of the writing. I'm not afraid yeah. of mm-hmm. the directing. I'm afraid of the script. I'm afraid of the writing. I'm afraid of what they've done. Afraid of to CGI. Value mm-hmm. what Predator is. Right. Like now he's not the biggest hunter in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So you're saying for three thousand years or longer, this thing's been the dominant species in the universe, and now now, needs now to be there's bigger, a bigger one because 2018, <laughs> and this one's got more muscles. When you put it that way, it sounds really dumb. It yeah. hurts. It sounds mm-hmm. dumb. And they, and they it gave it way. to you in the trailer, so that's how much right. faith they have in Ugh. bigger, bigger mm-hmm. Predator. The only cool theory that I've heard is that the Predators have somehow taken some of like they came back and harvested some of Dutch's DNA since he bested a Predator. <laughs> and that they've like bred that into their own lineage yeah. to make like a predator based on something that they found to be superior to themselves, which is Dutch. Hmm. I'm half interested in that. I I'll think that could be okay, but I don't think that's happening. That's just a rumor. As as a fan thing, one of the things I would long I would love in this movie or any movie from here on out that's not a time piece, you know, a time warning yeah. piece like the J- Japan thing or whatever. Yeah. I would love it if we just got a few moments of uh like opening scene of the movie, CIA office. Arnold is sitting there in today's uh-huh. world, and they walk in and go, "Tell us what you know." And they hold the files, and maybe he's just going, "You don't know what you're dealing with." Yeah, and yeah. like, and then story starts. I'm on like, board. Just, just acknowledge just Dutch. Acknowledge Come on. I'll the tell you what. Dutch. If that does happen in the theater, yeah, it's already a good movie. People good are coming movie. unglued. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's already good. Get, how, that just good. call him and say, "How much do you cost to say one sentence yeah. in a suit?" Just sit down in here. Come on. Yeah, say one sentence. I'm cautiously optimistic. I mm-hmm. hope that it's better than I'm imagining. Uh, I don't expect it to be re- as good as the original, of course. Uh, yeah, but hopefully it'll turn out. Or okay. even two. I don't. I'm yeah. just afraid. Yeah. That as good as two. Give me as good as two. I'm afraid they're gonna go with bigger. Predator makes better villain, but the downfall of that is you're discrediting the yeah. title character. Yeah, you're absolutely. Discre- so. if you're you saying it's not good big, enough. Yeah, you're saying now he's not good yeah. enough. The Predator. Remember how cool the Predator was? Well, he's not good enough. Yes. Now yeah. the and and what makes the new one cooler? Oh, he's, he's bigger. bigger. Where like <laughs> no. that innate competition thing that they're trying to instill should be clans. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It we'll should. Totally that. Agree. I agree with that. 
Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode, and a huge thanks to my man Commander Andy over here for being on the show. I hope it is not your last time. I hope you've enjoyed sitting here with us and drinking some beers and talking a whole lot of shit about movies. It was the best. Thank you guys for having me. No, I'm glad to be here. pleasure is ours. You guys can follow us on the internet. Where can they find uh, us, Steve? At Dead Lovely Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Check it out. Definitely it's real do. fun. And then uh, you can email us at deadandlovelypod at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Ben Eller Guitars. Wood, where can they follow you? At Andy Wood Music, just across the internet, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Wonderful. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. This show takes us hours to make, but it just takes you a second to do, and it means the world to us. Steve, what are we going to be talking about on the show next week, man? A little movie called The Conjuring. The Conjuring. We got By a new James one of those Wong. coming out soon. We got that Nun movie coming uh-huh. out. Uh huh. I'm I'm uh, excited for The Nun. I, I do like The Conjuring movies. They're not the most amazing movies, but they're very very uh, competent. Yeah, horror movies. they are for sure. Yeah. Uh, the the preview for The Nun looks good, and I love Taisa Farmiga, who's in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh so yeah, that's true. That. It could be great. Well, you guys be sure to tune in next week to hear us talking about that. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it and tell you. We're going to have us some fun. That's right. Go we're going to have, have us some fun. fun. Going to have me some fun. Have me some fun. Hey, you jabronis talking about fun over here? <laughs> it's me. I didn't die. <laughs> it's Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.